Ah! Mama! Mama! We made it! What it, what it, what it do though? My God. This is absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. You we, feel me? We've been vibing for hours. Do you? This is absolutely gorgeous. Do you feel me? I think every one of us needs to take a moment of silence. First and foremost, we lost a legend today that will never die, Tupac Amaru Shakur, yeah. on this day. Second of all, we're about to go through the cafeteria line with our brothers Tehran and Aomari, and I'm so hyped. <laughs> so everybody, let's take one moment of silence. Are you ready? And we back. Gentlemen, it is a fucking absolute honor to have y'all on. Man. This is so special. Like words can't even describe this moment. I'm being dead ass right now. Yeah, I mean, welcome. Man, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. both of y'all, man. Yeah, thank y'all. For real. I love what y'all doing, man. Y'all killing it. Love. Thanks, man. Thanks. As have y'all been. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. I like, appreciate it. You no, know, but like, I wish people could feel the energy in this room right now. Like, it is literally magnificent and just fucking like... Magnus Van Magnussen, fucking humongous, <laughs> just enormous right now. You like me trying to find that? Like I was like, where? <laughs> humongous, where? I, humongous. I, I, no, I literally was like, Noosh, where in the fuck are you going? <laughs> Alpaca socks. <laughs> yeah, just where the hell? Wait, I'ma find it. No, but this is this is glorious, and like the two of y'all's energies, the two of y'all's beings, the two of y'all's spirits are just so bright. It's it's an absolute. Honor to have known y'all and grown with y'all mm. for this long. And also, like, bro, like, this is the beauty of these moments like these because we've known each other for such a long time, right? And we know of each other's spirits and energies. We know of each other's personalities and some of the what we do's and all that. But time brings us together and, like, allows us to really understand and know one another as human beings. And this is where we at now. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, man. And this is where we about to go. Mm, love it. I'm Tell so fucking she excited. So y'all, bo- like both of y'all are two incredibly creative humans. I want to know where it started for each of you. You know what I'm saying? Um, like kind of like early childhood and what that kind of life was like and just what life was like back then as a kid. Uh. Yeah, I go first. Uh, life was crazy, mm. deranged, but it was cool. I mean, you really? know, uh, yeah, like, well, um, I moved around a lot, like, mm. um, a lot, a lot. Where were you born? I was born in Kankakee, Illinois, which is like maybe what, like, an hour outside of Chicago. Kankakee, oh, yeah, Kankakee. Never heard of it. K a n k a k e e. I feel like at one point it was ranked like 354 out of 354 worst places to live. Oh in the US. My God. Really? Yeah, because like you know, it's like farming country, so oh. a lot of the jobs in those areas get if the crops go and the, and the crops die, then there's no real work, which oh, means wow. it's a lot of knuckleheads. Like it was a big deal when our town got uh. Super Kmart. Like, I remember it. Like really? I, you know what I'm saying? I remember it was like a thing. It was, you know, new jobs opening up, that kind of thing. Mm. 
But um, yeah, so like I grew up there um, and uh, just hanging around a lot of craziness and my, you know, my cousins and I was always like living with, um, I was always living with someone. So whether it would be grandma or like uncle, my uncle was a blues musician. Mm. That's really the intro for me doing music. It's oh, like, wow. Uh, yeah, like either I could be outside being a knucklehead and going crazy or I could hang out with my uncle fuzzy who was always like playing he he played with like the staple singers and he had played with like he played awesome. with bill clinton one time oh wow like, he's like so a, very very official yeah he's good like yeah. he's official what was that like for you moving around so much and also being in that type of atmosphere it was cool around. because i had a brother mm. so we could make f- we were each other's best friends so like you know, it was easier for me to move around a little bit because I always had him. Older brother? Yeah, older brother. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, having an older brother and always having that was, like, kind of cool because even though I move around, but it also just, it, it, like, you know, meeting different people, understand where different people come from. Like, I remember this kid, I had a Beach Boys tape that I used to always listen to. I was, my, what, like, first grade? Wow. I used to always listen to the Beach Boys, this Beach Boys, best of Beach really? Boys tape. And like the, the homie who sat behind me, the homie who sat behind me, he had a Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints tape. It was that. Whoa. And he was, so he was into that. Yeah. And like, you know, his family was into that. Right. And he was like, yo, let's trade music. Uh-huh. Even when I was, and I let him borrow Beach okay. Boys and he let me borrow that. All right. And I just remember even as a kid, like really geeking out to just new music. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Just anything that, oh, you're into this. Because I was also like one of those kids, like, if you're into it, I'm going to be into it, too. Oh, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to understand what makes you tick and why you're into it. Mm. And I'm going to try to fall in love the same way. So, like, it allowed me to learn from so many different types of people because I will fall in love with you. Oh, Not like that. But, yeah, you know, no, like know what, what you mean. did, what you were about, it, I would just fascinated it, it's, it's actually so unique to me for at such a young age for you to be able to have that type of feeling right I, it might it might have to be something like you know attachment issues or abandonment what issues. what do you mean like that's 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 gorgeousness issues yeah like yeah you know but, I'm but i'm saying like no. for sure but where where does that stem from because like to be able mm-hmm. to like the, the 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 thread line that i'm seeing is like a profound attachment to feeling Right. And like that, that music being a feeling and a vibe at that age, like I want to dive into that mm-hmm. because it, I, I feel like it, it, there's a gorgeousness to that because to be able to feel whether it's one way or another at such a young age, like that's, that's a gift that we have as children too. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because I don't know what it was. Con- it just all felt good. Like I just remember, like even all the craziness that was going on in like my life. I just remember music always kind of being that, like especially listening to the Beach Boys, because like I listened to the Beach Boys before I heard of the Beatles. Mm. So I was listening to the wow. Beach Boys, and I was just like, because we only had like so many tapes. Obviously, you listen to what you know your your siblings listen to, and we lived in um, a place called Hopkins Park, which is outside of Kankakee, even further removed from city life. So I grew up, like, in the wood, playing in the woods, walking around barefoot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, like, we didn't have, like, the the trash man didn't come to our neighborhood Mm. out in Hopkins Park. Like, we had to burn our trash. Oh, Oh, shit. You had to pile it up outside, pile it up in a big pile, and burn it. So that's how far removed from just... 
civilization. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like going to the city to us yeah. was going to Kankakee. It wasn't going to Chicago. Oh, it was going wow. to a small town. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. So like any kind of information that we could soak in or I could soak in of the outside of what's what the world was like was just huge for me. I would just like soak it up and just go crazy and trip out, you know? And um, so like listening to the Beach Boys and, and, and kind of growing up with that and then um, moved to L.A. or uh, Claremont. How, how old were you? It was 1990. Moved to Claremont in 1990. Um, then moved back to Kankakee in 93. Why why so much moving? Uh, You know, just family shit. Shit that I probably, I still don't understand to this day. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But it was just a lot of family shit. Like, Pops was into some wrong shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, and then like, uh, you know, moved to L.A., the first time, met some friends, went to school with uh, the homegirl, uh, Andrea Fembris, who was part of, like, Danny DeCane, eventually became wow. part of Danny DeCane. But, like, so I went to this cool-ass school, met all of these different people. First met Mexicans my whole life. Like, I had never known Mexicans. <laughs> How old were you at that time? What was that, like, nine? Wow. Maybe something like wow. that. And then, like, so got all of this L.A. knowledge, and then they were like, you got to go back to Kanki. Went back to Kankakee for like fifth and sixth, well, fourth grade, then came back, then went back for sixth grade. I went to three different schools for sixth grade. Mm. Like, I moved around a whole lot. So, like, I remember being in sixth grade was when it started to get kind of, like, real crazy in my family, or at least on my side. Like, um, you know, Pops was doing craziness, pawning stuff and you know it just mm. got to be real real crazy we had a sister and randomly didn't even know wow so it was like a lot of craziness going on but doug was popping like i always would escape in television like whatever was crazy going on i just lose myself in television mm. so like doug was popping and like uh you know when doug was popping he had a journal so i st- i kept the journal yeah. so that's when i started writing and oh. writing and, and journaling and things, and that's how I started writing. Oh, interesting. And then uh, I heard Brandy and Soul For Real, and that just took my head to a different... I was like, okay, Brandy, wow. she's fine, and she's tight, and she's young. So, And then I just fell in love with her, and I was like, yo, I want to write songs, and I want to write music. <sighs> Hooked up with my Uncle Fuzzy. My Uncle Fuzzy, he... Uh, I recorded my first song when I was maybe like in fourth grade or something like that. It's, he probably still got it on tape somewhere. But um, then moved out here, set up like for real, for real, in like seventh grade, um, Culver City. And uh, just uh, I skated hard, like for real. Like I was in commercials and shit doing stunts. Wow. Oh, wow. Like I was really like I could skate. To this day, I'm still pretty nice on some skate. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know this though. What was moving around like? For, you, both of you guys moved around a lot. It was right? exciting. Yeah. Mm. It was exciting for me. It was because it was like you never knew. Because again, I'm from a small space, so mm. like meeting new people was like, especially if you're in a place that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Meeting new people was just like I would really absorb your whole culture. That's interesting. Like I lose my mind because I came from such a small concept. You know what I mean? Like when you're so far removed, when you're so far, like not only was I from Kankakee, which is removed from Chicago, I was actually also from 
Hopkins Park, which yeah. is removed. I was like twice removed from mm-hmm. like normal civilization. You know what I mean? So you're almost like normal, starving but. for like yeah, more, just more to, connection. Yeah, just want, and, and also I watched television so much that when I got to LA, I was expecting to see like stars on every corner. I was expecting to see like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was yeah, expecting yeah. to see all of the, and, and, and I got that in my own way. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was way out in Claremont, I still was like, man, where's where's Jean-Claude Van Damme at? Where's, you know what I'm saying? Where's Arnold Schwarzenegger? I yeah, just yeah, yeah. lost my mind in that. And um, so whenever anybody was doing something, it was just special to me. Because you're from L.A. Right, you know, right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's spe- oh, oh, what are you speaking right now? Oh, Spanish? Oh, man, that's the shit. Yes. Why? Because, hey, man, you from L.A. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, what's that stuff you put in your hand? Oh, that's Lucas? Oh, word, I'm in. Oh, yeah. this shit tastes terrible, but I'm with it. Why? Because we in L.A. Like, that's, I just... That's, 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 such a cool, that's such a cool approach because, you know, we've heard, you know, we hear all the time stories from people moving around and sometimes it can make you more like a recluse or, you know, because you don't really have such a chance to make friends because you're just going to move and, like, you never get that, that core kind I of... I feel like my brother shit. helped with that. Yeah, I was always right. so I always had like good social skills because mm-hmm. I had my brother. Like I always had somebody to yeah. say the weirdest shit to. You know what I'm saying? Are yeah. Important. Yeah, important. They, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like especially when you're moving around. I mean, the, the changes you know I mean? that like, go on. The the one thing that stayed normal was my brother. So I could always know who I was a little bit because I knew my brother. I had a a reference point. So I didn't. I didn't. Uh, the only time I like completely recreated was when I came to LA. And that was because like moms was like, yo, you can really do whatever you want to do. You don't have to be, you know, what you think you need to be. Okay. Like you can and that's when I started like getting into, you know, musical theater and all kinds of other Did stuff. Did she have like that talk with you like that? Yeah, for sure. Oh, really? For sure. Cause really? I was cause I was I was I was tripping. I was tripping out here a little bit. What you know do you what mean? I mean? What do you mean? You know, just super crazy anger issues. Didn't really, really know how to deal with them. Wait, you know, was this right when you moved? Yeah. Well, like I was tripping out there in Kankakee, then moved out here and was still kind of tripping only because I felt like, you know, I don't know what I felt at the time. I was just losing my mind, low key. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. She was just, she just kind of was like, yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. Like, you don't have to, she gave me that, that safety net of like, yo, you could lose your mind. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't get caught in the cool so much. Mm. Like, follow your interests. Like, what are you interested in? And I was like, okay, I'm, these guys are skating. I kind of want to do that. And she's like, all right, go ahead, do that. And I guess it just gave me a confidence because I know like, um, I would do things. I would do things just to be on some opposition shit. Why? Just because I love the idea of figuring out what it really is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like if somebody tells you what it is, I'm like, no, it ain't. Mm. I'm gonna go completely opposite of what you say it is, mm-hmm. just so I can know what it is to find it. Just to find out what it is. Because if I just take what you said, nah. Mm. Just if I just take what you said, then. I'm not really learning anything. I'm just being brainwashed. But like, if I can fight you and then fight for my own understanding, then I'll kind of have like an even common ground. 
So I used to do that in everything, you know. So even as a little kid, that's just yeah, always a part of your personality. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted. I, I was the, break it. See what is what is it made out of? Yeah, you know, let's break it down. Because again, I was from a small place, so information was just big for me. Oh yeah, as a kid, like I just wanted to know everything. Absolutely. I you know what I mean? Just dissect everything to a to a T. Mm. So when I was into something, I was really into it. Mm. When I was really into pogs, I was really into pogs. Had the tall cylinder, yep. hella uh, yep. hella pog yep. slammer shredders. Yep. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like Trov USA. Like it was real. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? I didn't go to no competitions or nothing like that, but. <laughs> I just lost myself in things, you know what I'm saying? And coming to a place like LA that's so polar opposite of your environment that you've been in. Right. And then your mom giving you almost like a fresh start. Yeah. Probably did it help create like a little identity for you or were you more conscious of? It helped me to lose myself or lose who I thought, like, because I feel like sometimes you got to lose who you think you are Mm. so you can rediscover who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got to get lost in something and and, and, um, challenge your thought. Mm. challenge your thinking like at one point i was like okay this is cool and then i would see somebody doing something oh it's not cool but i'm like wait is it let me do that yeah let me see if it really Mm -hmm. is you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like so like growing you know coming out here like folks was like oh yeah you a white boy because you skating and did it you know what i'm saying oh yeah yeah for sure got it you know what i'm saying it's crazy how like even kids and like it's wild because like i feel like earlier on in childhood it's it's very easy for us to like just like mingle and, and mangle with one another because like we're so green. Mm-hmm. Shout, Shout out, out to, to the, the sirens. Shout out. I mean? No, but like, and as we get older, as as these like just straight paradigms in our brains and just like thoughts that we think what's cool, what's not, this, that, and the other. For somebody to like, we deal with that as kids, and and as we grow older, like in the adolescence, it's it's wild to think of how harsh we become and how set in our own like thoughts then that we become naturally we're going to grow right into one of which way right but like even that like you go there you go you start skating and it's like a thing like i'm supposed to like or, or like, th- like this you're, isn't you're, the cool you're, thing you're to do white skating right you know like what I'm it's saying? wild because like when i went to orange county in the eighth grade I loved hip hop. Like I was wearing platinum football, right? Wear, Especially in like, OC, you know right. what I'm saying? Everything, pure players, <clears throat> Carl, can, all I mean, that. It's like we, we we struggle with perception. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and we the wild thing is, is like you us. were the, mm-hmm. I, the like no, but in the valley right. in sixth and seventh grade, like it was just the fly. You know, the per, no, but it, like I can't even say it was a fly. It was just a, I was the Persian dude that was like loving hip hop and just had my boys, and it was looked at as just like we here, right? Then I went to Orange County, and it's like. Why are you trying to be black? Right, right. That's because of their. That. See, no, it is. Well, no, but it is. And I was, but like, understanding the, the the type of kid I was, black. I was just like, define that. Tell me how this is trying to be black, or could this be like I just love hip hop? I buy the clothes and support, and I'm just hip-hop here with is the culture. A culture. Right. Tell me what black is. Our perceptions, right? You yeah, know what I'm saying? but you get them at such a young age of like, you know, and, and that. That kind of either, I don't want to say makes or breaks you, but it's like that moment when somebody others you like really hard, mm-hmm. when at a young age, it really clicks your ego on. Yeah. And it really makes you, you know what I'm saying? It it's, makes it, you want to it, like, it starts shaping. Yeah. Us. I feel like I feel like we become rigid 
in the way we are and our beliefs because we get to that point where we're trying to prove ourselves. We get to that exactly. Like, Yo, you know, this is what I believe. You can't yeah. tell me, you know, yeah. that what I'm doing over here is wrong because it means this to me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But then, you know, it also as forces you, learn, you to, you know, you engage in it as you learn. It's a relationship like anything. You know yeah. It also forces you to like know what it is. Like, if anybody challenges you on something, it's like, okay, yeah, it's a test. Mm-hmm. So, but if you know it through and through, mm-hmm. it's it's like, oh, okay, that is yeah. going to fly. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, once up. I started, like, getting in commercials and, you know, doing, like, doing things, mm-hmm. like, popping up in skate videos, then everybody was kind of making fun of me. It was like, oh, wait, that's kind of crazy. Oh, hey, like, when you're, yeah. like, it's funny until you're good at it. Right. You right. know, it's it's all exactly. laughable when you're starting off, but like once you get good at it, it's like that's not so funny anymore. Exactly. That's actually pretty impressive. Also, know? I feel like as kids, there's so many things that like that instantly define you. And we've had this topic come up in in other episodes too, where like if you're skateboarding, you're now that's your box, right? Even though you don't choose it, everyone chooses it for you. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the influence of kids being around. The same thing if like you're into hip hop or you play basketball or you're into rock music. It's like oh, those are the rockers. Those are the skaters. Yeah. Those are the ballers. Those are the rappers. And it's like, well, I like all of it, but you, it's, it's a challenge to break out of that identity or those boxes that kind of everyone puts you in as right. a kid. It's, right. just, it's something that it's, it's a weird thing that happens. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you, you don't choose that. You're just like, well, if I do this, then I'm conflicting here. And right. you just kind of fall into that. Because you feel at, like even at such a young age, you get this, uh, perception kind of put on you that you should have it figured out now Mm -hmm. who you are now is who that you know what i'm saying like even it's funny so stupid you know what i'm saying like how are you you like you know 13 years old having somebody like ridicule you and it's like i only been on this earth 13 years you know what i'm saying but like but when you get older you get 13 years ain't nothing but when you're young it goes back to that i think it's just that inherent need to want to like Feel like you know, fit in. Yeah, feel like, yeah, feel like down. you know it all. Feel like you're pro- like feeling yeah. like feeling like you know enough to be respected. To look at looking thing, back at know. that, it's so cute how <laughs> petty right. it is. Right. Yeah, right. You feel me? Like I want to pinch that in the cheek. Right. You know what I'm saying because like at the end of the day, the beauty of it is just like in big scope is that we all grow into whoever we become. Right. Like those, like it, it's just like moments. That's mm-hmm. deep right there. For, for real though, it's like real. those cats in elementary, like yeah, that's kids being yeah. kid shit. But like we grow up. Some of us grow up and grow, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's like motherfucker was on the polar right side or the polar left, like some people everybody, born, some grows, people be born right. grown, and that's the beauty of our stories. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because like. We could look at just like the bigger scope. Like, it's wild. You know what? Like, I think about like how like our parents tell us shit, right? And most of the time, we're just not about it because we just want to kind of be against it. But like, we know and we just want to have our freedom. Looking back, like, I'm like, damn, 95% of the shit my parents told me, like, ended up being damn close to right. Damn close. Right. And looking back at it, like, we all get through stages where we have like, a younger homie or a younger brother or a younger friend that we're looking at or just even a younger, for y'all, artist on the come up and just like a fan or this, that, and the other. It's like, 
you try and impart that and you just become uncle. But at the end of the day, they can perceive it as uncle. You can mm. perceive it as like, look, but that's just where we are in our lives in these moments. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, you were skating heavy. Uh-huh. What, what was, Ayo, what was some of your, like, during that time, like, what were you gravitating towards? Like, I know you were, like, because you're an explorer now. You know what I'm saying? Put the ninja suit on, <laughs> knock on the door, like, what it do? <laughs> what up, baby? Enough, like, but, what, what, like, were, were your creative interests peaking at this point also? Well, uh, before I got into um, writing, rapping, yeah. music, well, I always had a foot in music in some some way. Cause my father was a musician. Um, my, fa- my mom was always playing music around the house. Mm. But prior to music and all that stuff, I was in. What was she life. playing? She's always playing Queen. Oh, wow. A lot, a lot of Queen. A lot of uh, Phil, Phil Collins. Can, hold uh, on. Can Sting you, and the Police. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I, like, oh. take me back to that household. Are we, are we in? Tina Marie. Patty LaBelle. She also introduced me to hip hop. My mom introduced me to hip hop. Come on. Really? The podcast done. I'm out of here, y'all. My mom put me up on Master P. Crazy. <laughs> straight up, straight up. <laughs> hey, what was the first the... CD you got? What was the first CD? You... Oh, the first CD I got. Your mom bought you Lil Kim's first album. <laughs> you lit. There it is. You I lit. He told me that shit. I was I like, Yo, mom's with it. Yeah, like, mom. <laughs> you know, there like, so can either... we call this woman? Like, come on, like, yo. <laughs> Maybe she, you know, she just, you know, she saw that she trusted me. You know. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, or you know, she must have known. He was over here, like, yeah, I was putting on because you remember yeah, how the like, album cover looked. Oh, that all right. Y'all remember how the album cover looked? Y'all remember yes. that first? You yes. know what I'm saying? Was that yes. hardcore? Yes. Oh, yes. that's right. Gucci all out. Yes. <laughs> just Straight on up. bop mode. <laughs> For real, you know what I'm saying? But as a kid, I'm not, you know, obviously, you know, uh, I was I was into that, but I'm not, I was more into the music. Absolutely, no, I but like, you, that. you were and surrounded guess, by the music. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I guess, you know. You brought that up like a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar just hook shot, like. For sure. So I think for sure that definitely, that definitely um sunk into me. But before I got into the music, I was more into illustration and drawing. Really? And stuff. Yeah, yeah. I used to like. Um, draw my own comic books, my own comic book characters. Awesome. Wow. I lost all that shit, uh, by the way. That shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I put that shit in the store. It was, it was, it was a moment in life. I got wow. The, the repo, the car, I got yeah. the repo. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> wow. lost a lot. You know what I'm saying? Bounce back. But um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I was, I was, re- I was very much like if you go to my my mom's crib, uh, she has my art hanging up all around the crib and stuff. Wow, I was really into that. I went to art institute. I went to the Chicago College of Art, uh, uh, Atlanta College of Art. Wow, I, I did, a, I did a lot of. So that, that was stuff. a huge, huge part of your I life. Was really into that, but at a very young age, yeah. I was. If I would have continued that, I would have been. Uh, <laughs> I would have been really dope at it. I would have been really dope at it. But, you know, at some, I guess one day I just stopped and I got into writing. I got into. How old uh, were you then? Uh, I got into, I started writing around, um, I would say, fourth, fifth grade. Wow. Oh, yeah. and, that, and that's when you stopped drawing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Bro, the, the, these are discussions like, yeah, you know, I, I, I got, 
a scholarship to SC. Bro, I did, got a scholarship did, to um, Art Institute, but the thing was, the thing was, because I, I, um, I, I went to this um, program, like uh, Art Institute used to have these like little like uh, little short programs, and you could either do it in any of the um, uh, fields that they taught in, like um, whether it's culinary or it's um, graphic design or oh, it's painting. Mm -hmm. I did it in Photoshop, mm -hmm. you know, a class in Photoshop. Yeah. And then, you know, we learned in it. And then, that unbeknownst young, to us, that young, unbeknownst to us, they were um, grading us on the work that we was doing because they wanted to give a scholarship to who they felt had the most potential, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to tell kids, hey, For real? You know, you're better than this kid. You know? Right, right, right. But, you know, they, they came around and asked me what I wanted to do, and I was like, you know, I was planning on going to California making some music. This was later, actually. You know? mm -hmm. um, I want to plan on going to California making some music. And, you know, well, not necessarily going to California, but, like, I plan on getting some music and stuff. Mm -hmm. I told them that. I didn't know they was getting out of scholarship. Got it. So around the time, it. at the end of the program, they were, you know, giving out the certificates and shit like that, and they, and they gave it out to this other kid, and then they came with, one of the teachers came up to me after, and he was like, you know, we really wanted to give it to you, but you know, you told me that you wanted to get into music and shit. Well, he didn't say shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get into music and shit. Yeah, you want to get into music. Guess. You know, I was trying to get you and you was <laughs> right, right, you right. Fucking around. You know, <laughs> you fucking around. <laughs> you can get music. You know. <laughs> nah, but yeah, but then, you know, I got into music. I moved out to California. I, I met this guy on Yahoo Chat before I moved out to California. I used to be on the internet heavy. I used to be on Yahoo so Chat. So you were doing the art, like art and the music. I was still doing art, but when I shifted to music, I was doing art sparingly. You know what I'm saying? Got because it, it shifted. Because at first, at first, I was into drawing and you know illustrating and mm -hmm. writing and doing. I was in the comic books and stuff. And from that, you know, when I got to high school, I was in the art school, art class, and we was doing pastels and acrylics and stuff. And 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 then from there, you know, there was you know because I had been doing it. There was this program. That my mom, you know, knew about. She was always, you know, mom's holding it down. It's all about support system, you know what yeah, I'm saying? That's absolutely. why, you know, like, you know, it's around moving out to LA, LA and his mom telling him, you know, you, you know, just follow whatever you feel you want to do, you know? Yeah. When you had that support system, then you're like, you just yes. spread your arms, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, you know, she found this program with the Art Institute, which did with Photoshop, you know, because I was always on the computer anyway. I was a nerd, but I was always cool though. I was always fly. You better believe you know that. Saying, no, yeah, no you better believe you know that. It's because I had that perfect. I had that good mixture. You know, I had. You know, I had my siblings was always. You know, my family is. You know, they're from South Side of Chicago. You know, it's, it's the hood. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time. The hood don't mean that people aren't intelligent. It's just know? one way, right? Absolutely. You know? Factual. It Facts. don't mean that people yeah. aren't into things that you wouldn't consider black people into or people of color into. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, no. Bro, when oh. you're looking at life, what is color, though? Like, let's just be real. Like, in terms of... That's hella wrong. Now, like, <laughs> Not really. No, but, like, it, we're all humans, right? right? It's, it's, it's and branding. humans have interests. Yeah. Right, like if we took color and and definition out of it, and just it would just being, like every being has their own interests. Yep. Every mm -hmm. being has like what community yeah. or whatever they're raised in. Like we all go through these things. That's yeah. that's why you damn right. Right. 
It's, but that's that's a whole other thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just the perception we have of each other. That absolutely. You know, you know. But um, what what drew you to uh, to music and writing, and away from kind of away from from drawing? My brother, my brother was rapping first. Mm. I, I remember. What was their rap names? His name is Piro. <laughs> Shout out to Piro. What up? Yeah, what, up what up? What up? What up? <laughs> <laughs> Piro got no, that hot album up, of 2018 release. Piro. Yo, man, he's he's you know he's fucking dope though, man. He's you know, he's he's really dope. Awesome. He's really Say he's dope. a rascal head. Yep. Prodigy really like he's rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh, for real. Yeah, he's like he's like Prodigy. 2.0. Mm. I say that. All right. 1.5. I just went keep it thorough. Yeah. I went to like that prodigy. You know, well, no, <laughs> that was, that was prodigy 2.0 when he yeah. did keep it thorough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I'm not going to say necessarily. I mean, just terms of just yeah. writing, you know, because he didn't, he didn't necessarily, you know, he did, you know, he, he, he was into rapping the music as well. Mm-hmm. And, we also, when we moved down to Chicago, we moved down with my mom's best friend, her family. And, you know, my brother, my older brother, his his best friend was my mom's best friend's son. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And he was rapping. He, he Well, he wasn't rapping back then. But, you know, just the energy. I remember we used to freestyle. And I remember this one time. I mean, he was maybe living, like, off off of Mableton. In Mableton, Mableton, Georgia. I feel like we maybe we were just freestyling. And I just remember, like, I was as young as young, and I was just freestyling. I was just getting it, uh, and I just knew like it at the time it wasn't. It, you know, yeah, at, but, at the so time I didn't know, but I knew. Thing, you know though. what I'm saying? Yeah, I you wasn't felt cogn- that I wasn't cognizant of it, but in in inside, I my you know my my unconscious, my subconscious yeah. knew. Mm-hmm. You know, which is why I continued on that path. And then at the you know at the same time, you know, I was always into reading books. You know what I'm saying? I was used to read like 300, 400. You know, my mom used to get me stuff like that normal kids probably wouldn't read, like vampire novels and stuff. I was into like, I wasn't a nerd. It was super eclectic though with it. But still a slave though, still a slave though. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's the thing about music, man. And it's something, you know, I used to, I kind of had a similar thing. I used to draw my whole life. My dad drew. Passed down to me. I drew like yeah, I wanted yeah. to be artist. Like if you look, my father my, was kind of kind of is kind of dope at drawing too. Yeah, and if you even look at like my eighth grade yearbook, it says like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And it was like Word. cartoonist, you know, Damn. animator. I made cartoons. Like I took animation class. All this like, I swear I was gonna do comic books. When I, I swear I was gonna do comic books when I was growing up. Yeah, no. So my dad was incredible at art and drawing. The idea and I was of not. doing, <laughs> look, the idea of being an artist, like drawing is so dope to me because I can't draw at all. at all. So like when people can really draw, I'm like, man, that's, that's crazy. You like, know, I, and I wasn't even that great. Um, like, you know, there, there's different kind of artists. I was into cartoons. <coughs> so like wacky shit. Like, but I'm, it, even then, like it's still yeah, like you real, can draw I something that's you. like, you know what I mean? It's like, just I think stick my, figures honestly, as I, far as I go. Dog, but that's dope I can't too. do it. I can't <laughs> do it. It's weird. Like the <laughs> fact that you can see something on a paper 
You know what I mean? That ain't yeah. there. Give it life, though. Yeah. Yeah. Give it like form. Yeah, there's, there's something there's something really yeah. great about about doing that, especially when you take kind of the the pressure off it and just it's like music you don't have yeah. to necessarily right. be like the most technical crazy musician to be yeah. a good musician or a good songwriter Absolutely. same with art it's, it's all like subjective it's all like you know taste it's imagination you know so then i started playing music like in sixth grade and um kind of i was paralleling music with drawing and i same thing like in, when i was going to go to college it was like do i do art institute or do I do, wow. you know, yeah. college? Do I do music? And right. I literally made a conscious decision to be like, I'm doing music. So you right. did art I, all exactly. through high school, all too? throughout high school. Wow. Yeah, I took graphic design, Damn. took art, took yeah. animation class. Took, I, like, I was art. like, yeah. I wanted to be an animator. I wanted to work for like Disney and really? do. I did. Do yeah. I still. Uh, I did. I did. I did art all through high school no, too. No, yeah, no, I, I don't. I, and I had the same thing. Like tons of characters I would draw. I did a cartoon of like an Adidas. Just like walking all over the walls, it was like a shell toe. It was cool. Did you uh, were you graph? Did you do like? Did you write it all? Like, did you do like graph, graffiti? I did. Okay, so yeah, yeah but, but, were, but not on the walls. Like I, I did it on a uh, on just papers. Right, like, right, right. But I'm saying like you knew how to. <laughs> yeah, do that. I could do it. I could do it right now. Like if it you, just I, I had a, I had an entire like booklet of um of man. I loved tagging. Love graffiti. I had so many graffiti books. I did so much of it. Um, yeah. All throughout, like I literally have like books and stacks of books. Dang, um, bro! I, you know what's beautiful? I just want to interject. You better keep going about those stacks because I've never known about them. Crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I could bust it out right now. And like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, but, I but, my shit, unfortunately. But, but you know, it, it's so interesting. Something about music, like as as obsessed as I was with like doing, you know, cartoons and crazy shit and drawing and and all this stuff, playing in a band and playing music. Like the energy of it, the live feel of it, the I don't know something about it. It's not that it's better than drawing or done, yeah, but yeah, when right. I kind of had to make that choice of like, what are you gonna focus on? Yeah, I was like music all day. I don't know yeah. why. It was like I, it was I a no brainer. Yeah. It was a no brainer for some reason. Yeah. I said, and yeah, it thing. sounds like for you, like just that same thing. Like, uh, but rapping is dope. You know, mm, right. bro. I want to. I don't necessarily. That's what I'm saying. I don't necessarily know why yeah you know it was just I something you. like you know you, it's just that you felt you know it's just like yeah i'm gonna do this yeah and i spent more time you know definitely going to art schools than i spent going to music school that's so wild like, but like try yeah different. Mm. just felt at that time do something different hmm. absolutely that's insane though I mean, it, but it parallels. It's all expression, right? Like you, you say you can't, um, you can, can never draw, draw, right? But you're no. a fucking amazing skater. Right? Skating is, but you know, it's art. Right? Like, it's expressive as hell. You, it's, Absolutely. It's the way you, your style. The, it's just different. The tricks that it was you, different. Different. Yeah. yeah. It's different. But like, still, it's art. Different in was different was always good to me. Like, mm-hmm. like, because I could. I guess I would try to find the beauty in it. Like, if you liked something a lot. I would try to figure out why you liked it so much. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you mm. know, because everybody has their passions. And I always knew mine was music. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. all of these people are fascinated in something like a whole lot. So, like, if you were a geek, I would geek out in what you were geeked out in. Like, if I was close to you. That's and interesting, man. My friend at the time, he was he had some skates and he liked to skate. And I was like, OK, well, so how do you do this? And you know what I mean? And then I just lost my mind in it. Mm. And then uh, 
you know, I think it was, it's, it's always to, I just like the geeks. I like people who were really fascinated in something, even on some like, you know, you know, gun shit or like dope dealing shit. Like even back, like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like I would just be fascinated Absolutely. in just what I wasn't doing. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, Curious. Yeah, just curious. Always. I feel yeah. like whenever I saw people light up, mm. I'll be like, okay, what is that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not that you like something, but when you see somebody who's like passionate and just obsessed, it's yeah. obsessed. Just, it's like, just, oh, I want to know what that addiction is. Mm. I want to know why you, why you're into that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's interesting, man. I just where, where did think, that search take you along the way from like skating and loving music? I mean, to, I went to musical theater because I always knew I wanted to make music, but I was like, okay, I need to learn how to be me comfortably at all times in front of whoever the fuck how am I going to do that That's stage. get on a stage get yeah. on a stage do Shakespeare wow. do Moliere oh wow so you just, just went drama straight up all the way all the way you know you what I'm saying lit. musical theater Pippin uh how was that? Midsummer Night's Dream, yep. Cabaret, yep. see that uh, Brighton yep. Beach Memoir. Because that's that's on this uh, other a history side of American here. film. Christopher uh, Durang. We were doing. Uh, uh, who was uh, who was the one guy who did the Ball Soprano? Who was that? Ionesco, Eugene Ionesco. Mm -hmm. Like so, I lost my mind just on the stage, just putting myself in different um, modes and emotions, <sighs> and owning it on stage. Mm -hmm. So once I started to kind of write my own rhymes and music, I could put myself in that feeling very easy because, mm. like, I, I guess I, I learned how to lose my mind on stage. Because when, you, when you're on stage and when you have to be a character, you got to lose your mind. Like, you don't exist. Mm. Like, your story doesn't matter. What you went through doesn't matter. None of that matters. You got to just black out and become somebody else. It's wild how, like, literally through this conversation, it's wild. Put a hashtag on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hashtag wild. Do you, feel, do you feel like... No, but you know what? I, I just want to make one, one, okay. one reference because this is a thesaurus speaking. <laughs> Lose your mind is also be free. Yeah. 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 Because... I feel like we're we're slaves to our mind. Yeah. We're slaves to overthinking and talking yeah, ourselves out of experiences and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So like, I just well, saw such I, a beautiful yin and yang in that expression of that, right? Because lose your mind naturally for a thinker that's like just go there, yeah, right. But then for average brain, right, and just like you like average, to have a sense of control. It's like what, but. At the same time, that in reference is be free. Like right. you found free. It, you know what's crazy? I was just like literally thinking to myself. I was like, "Damn, you found lights yeah. in these people, light that maybe there was a dark, and you found a light to it." Yeah, because I'm so used intrigue. to. See, I was so used to seeing people uninspired. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. stuck, addicted, whatever. Mm -hmm. So when you saw somebody that was interested, when I saw your face light up. Like you showed if if you if you were excited about something and showed it to me, oh I'm buying it. Well, what you doing? What we doing? You know what mm. I mean? Like I just that's why I was saying I feel like it's just a certain energy that you get from you know because uh, then it's like yo you really want to teach me 
You really want to tell me everything about it. The way that you're shining right now, mm -hmm. you feel like you know something mm -hmm. and it's making you feel a way that I kind of might not, I, I, I kind of want to feel that way. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So turn me on. You know, mm -hmm. it's that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not in up. that way. Off top. Flip the switch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Turn the light on. That's what I was saying. I was feeling like, um, like moving, like changing schools a lot, you know, mm -hmm. Mike might have contributed to like how, because I don't know, like, did you feel like when you move from school to school that you found friends easy? Uh, I didn't, I found, I always found friends, but I found friends in ways where it was more like me being fascinated in what they were doing. Yeah. Not necessarily them wondering what I was into. Mm. I, I, you don't like, think it was, it was, it wasn't reciprocated after you did that? No, it was, but it was really just me losing my mind in what, cause I, I always had the, the, the feeling like I was going to move again. Mm, so it was right. never really about that, letting people know what I was right. going through. See that that's one when you know you always on the move. Yeah, it, like because like look like right. I moved around plenty as a kid, right? Like I moved around probably like ten times as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Different elementary schools, different junior highs, mm. same high school, and then college, right? But for me, it was like I was a funny fat kid. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't putting a ninja suit on. <laughs> but I was just there with like my tennis shit and just like my like pure plays and all that as we started getting older. But like for me, look, moving around a lot can do one of two things, right? And it's it, it, it it's actually like having heard this story and and just like the beauty of this feeling from like even like J Dub, right? Military family yep. always on the go. You get to a certain point where you're like, well, I, if I know I'm leaving in a year from now, like, what's why am I going to get so close? Yeah, what's right. the point? Right. And for me, it was more like, okay, mom and dad fighting, like, we're we about to go here, this new school, like, okay, we move and shake. But for me, is I was always optimistic. It's like, I'm going to break this system anyways. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to be me. Like, we good. Right. You know? I'm, not, ups think I'm that not upset that it may take, like, a month in the school to just, like, Figure a way, oh, but, yeah, I, but sure. I also think for it's sure. the synergy of that of that attitude, but also the fact that you're a new kid. You know what I'm saying? And when you're a new kid in the place, that you have this draw to you because people are interested in you. See, that, that, see, that, I, that, that's like, kind of nerve nerve wracking sometimes because you feel the pressure to be something. Because that's that, that's essentially yeah, what it is. When you no, show up to a but, new school, it's like, okay, who are you? Yeah. What do you do? What but, are you into? Well, right, what do you right. like? Here, here's the opposite. So I went to school from kindergarten all the way to high school with like basically the same fucking oh, kids wow. all the way, right? Didn't move. I'm LA <laughs> private, all day, yeah. private school. Okay. No, it's just public school. <laughs> he said right uh, up the block. Right up the block, okay. right there, all the way through. School. And here, here's the thing what like intrigues me about you guys is that when you get like for you to run to um, move into no, nah, do you think go go get a drink get a drink <laughs> you can hear me <laughs> uh, <listen> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's like I think when um, when you get the opportunity to, to to be somebody new you know you you almost get like a fresh start when you move around it, that from from what I've heard. You come, you can kind of reintroduce re, uh, yourself. Um, and you have the ability to try something new. When Tehran's saying he 
got into skateboarding, then got into drama. Mm-hmm. When you, I feel like growing up with all the same kids around you, you're already the same person. Like you can't have those drastic changes because you've already established yourself right. as somebody, right? So say you're into something and um, sports, for instance, mm-hmm. and then you want to make a shift to drama. I feel it's much harder to do that because you're already the sports dude. You're like the the person into right. You're the player, so that's your kind of your that's trajectory. Your that's a social. That's social yeah. If you break that, now you're hanging with that crew, and you've never hung out with those guys, and you're abandoning your friends over here mm-hmm. that you've been with that are part of the the sports crew to do the drama crew. Right. Versus if you could just go to a different school and be new, you have an opportunity to 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 try something, to challenge yourself, to be someone different, and I think. I probably lost out as many opportunities as I had that I'm, I'm super grateful for. I probably also lost out on opportunities because I couldn't take that chance to be someone different or try something new because mm. my identity was already like bred from fucking five yeah. years old on. It's not going to be like comfortable. Yeah, so like, did you get to a, did you get to a point where you like decided like, wait a minute, where you came, came to that awareness where you're like, wait a minute, I don't have to abide by these this idea of what all of my friends that I grew up of me honestly like no I've just I'm, I feel like I'm still like the same dude as I was really? like in middle school when I was fucking you know rocking out to like punk rock music in like elementary school up until now it's just you just kind of have like that Pennywise identity. bad religion <coughs> yeah just all that stuff like Green Day and you know and no doubt nice. You know, yeah, okay. Like, that was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rancid. Time. Rancid, Op Ivy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, be, going somewhere and being the new kid, it kind of gives you an opportunity to do something new without carrying that baggage of your identity. Yeah. You know, you could be with a new crowd. It's but not that's like, the optimist speaking, right? Like, yeah. naturally, right? Like, being the new kid does different things to different kids. And also yeah, that for sure. that gravitational pull and those op-ed eyes like could do different things or could be different things, right? Yeah, it's like definitely. All of us are in these scenarios where we have like those different zones of newness, mm-hmm. if you will. You know what I mean? Like for us, the new was kind of a wave. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. You know what I mean? For T, like the newness was, okay, this is new, but there's going to be new again. Inherently, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because you know I just moved mean? around and, and, so much, yeah. and it was always gonna be different. Like I was always gonna learn something different. And I, like I'm, when I'm did those, you? When, I want to ask you this: When did that? you lock into the expression being a way to escape? Because like it sounds like it was hella early because you were looking. It for was it, early. Was, it was early. Yeah. It was always. It was. It was television. Yeah. It was. The alternate universe. That's the most beautiful. Life wasn't cool. Yeah. Let me lose my mind. Because mm-hmm. I also, like, again, I'm from the country. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, very vividly, like, that. you know, the trees used to fall over in the woods next to where I, you know, where my family lived. You know what I'm saying? My, mom, my grandmother had, what, like 10 people in the house at one time? Oh, wow. It was, what, a two-bedroom? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was a house, like, way out in the sticks, but, like... The, basically, my whole family, like my mom, my aunt, my uncle, all of us were raised in this one house. Right. You know what I mean? And um, I remember one of the trees fell over. And I remember before we had Nintendo, I went outside. I took a piece of bark off the tree 
And I sat there for at least an hour, imaginary playing a video game. Oh, really? Lost my mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I remember at very young ages losing my mind, like doing stuff like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Just dreaming and and imagining and, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, once it came time to, you know, be around or get into things, I lose my mind in it. I would, I would, I, I was in it. So, so I was it. So taking that and, and going into like now you're 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 doing these plays. Mm-hmm. It's just you've been doing this. Now it just gives you the platform and the stage to really like exploit that part of you. Yeah, and just to know exactly how to do it, how to project, know where the dead spots on the stage are, know how to balance out a stage. Was it challenging for you? No. No, because I lost my mind. It just came naturally. Hold on, I want to interject because we're alluding to the, the losing of the mind. Take us through what losing your mind is in your eyes. Losing your mind is like when nothing matters. Mm-hmm. There's no time. Yeah, nothing exists. Like the only thing that exists is what is supposed to exist. Like if you're on the stage. Like I've lost my mind on stage yes. a couple times. No, yes, you know what I'm saying. Where like you, you, it's not a, it's not a blackout. It's a tap in. You know what I mean, Boom. guys. It's been this has been a fantastic podcast. <laughs> this is the first time yeah. Joe's left, by the way. Because like um, when people hey, say they black no, out, that's boom. different. Tapping in is yeah. It's like. I'm here. This to tap in. This is what it is. This is who I am. This is what I represent. This is what I believe, and. Um, you can hurt yourself doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Naturally. A lot of, you know, there's a lot of actors who, you know, tap in so hard, they don't come back. But see, look, that, that, that's, that's, that, that's, no, but yeah, but like that's end, go, like that's end scenario if mm-hmm. you're fortunate enough to even tap in that deep, Right, right. Right. I think the, it's just the, the it's, it's the, knowing, the, knowing the, yeah. knowing the feeling of what it means to tap in yeah. is what I kind of got addicted to. But this has been losing your mind defined. Right. Right. Because that's, that's freedom. Like it, it, it's so beautiful to me. To hear that from youth, you've been searching for freedom, right? Yeah. And it led to expression. Right. 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 It's why you can look back and, and you you see dark. Yeah. Because I think it's, it's, it's really just some things you just can't put into into words. Absolutely. You know, there's a feeling that I feel like there's a feeling that we all try we all try to describe what it means to exist. You know, we all try to like connect with what that feeling is to exist. And it's usually when you when you tap in is when everything becomes still, everything moves in slow Absolutely. motion. You stop, you stop thinking about it and you're just you just are and it's it's kind of like it's an addict. It's addicting. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. Right. So, like, I just as, got addicted to that. As much as that. it is liberating. Yeah, for, it is liberating because y- you realize that you're not res- as responsible for so as much as you think you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not responsible for how people view you. They're gonna view you how they're gonna view you. Not saying you're not in control. I'm not. No, you're not in control of that. Like. You're not until you are. You're not, yeah. And if you are, and if you think you are, is what that really is. It's, yeah. it's a burden to carry, and then you're playing to what you're trying to manipulate the zeitgeist. And 
at times you just got to be and you got to lock in. And, and, I, and I, I always was addicted to that. Like even when I skated, I was addicted to committing, commitment. That's yeah. basically what it is, commitment. Committing to whatever I'm doing. Like if I'm a, if I'm gonna do something, I'm either gonna be an A student or F student. I don't get C's. I never got C's ever. I was either on a roll or nigga, you about to get kicked out of school. <laughs> Period. It was no in between for me. It was yeah. no in between for me. Yo, you're truant. You're you're. I had like at one point I had like 48 truants, truancies or something like that. I was just gone. Either I was all the way in or all the way out. Yeah. That was my life. You know what I'm saying? Just because commitment was, because I would lose my mind. I can't even, I would be, I was it. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever I was doing, that's what I was doing. And I was the best at it. And I would argue at you and I would get upset and I would fight. I hate losing. Why? Because this is what the fuck I'm doing, period. And that's how I always, I always had that energy. You know what mm. I mean? Growing up, it was I hated different. it. It was different for me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming. He's literally. He uh, said, uh, <laughs> is this thing on? Terrell was like, it's commitment. That's how I always. He's like, well, it's different for me, man. Let, said, me he, just, let me tell you with my. Right. He said, I respect that. Silken. Is this thing on? No, with me, you know, and. And this is a whole another conversation about you know how how you learn and you know uh, what what pushes you. But yeah. uh, for me, like a lot of things came easy, so I would get bored with things. Mm, absolutely, you know, like mm. for me, like in order to graduate high school, I had to go to summer school and night school. Wow. And Why? Because I w- I wasn't because of math. I wasn't into math, not because I wasn't good at it, but because I just just wasn't interested in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't apply myself. Mm. So I would just get like D's, F's, C's, oh. you know, and math. Yeah. And I just wasn't really into it. So I had to go and make that up. And the funny thing is when I did do it, uh, they allowed us to take modules. <laughs> and you know, and, 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 and you, you notice when you take modules, that you could finish the course requirements. A module? a module is like on a computer. You take the class on a computer. Oh, okay. You know? okay. So basically, you're just taking a bunch of tests. Uh-huh. These are old, old computers. <laughs> yeah. The letters are probably in like green. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they probably white. That's still crazy though. White, white letters. But um, it was just. Anyway, you take these tests, take these modules, and by the end of the module, you pass the class. Yeah. So it's like, man, you know, you, you do it at your own speed because you go in there, you know, and you do it at your own speed. And, mm-hmm. and you realize that, way well, I could have finished class this fast. Yeah. Or, you know, you realize that class isn't all about just doing work. Yeah, you know absolutely. Saying? Socializing and understanding um, that having an authority figure isn't necessarily a bad thing. Right. You know? Depending on how well that authority figure <laughs> authoritates. You be having some authoritate. I feel you. You be having some terrible teachers sometimes. Straight up. Yeah. You be having some straight up terrible teachers, man. We all do. Absolutely, yeah, of we, do. we all but got we, our favorites. Like, we all experience these things. Yeah, for sure. This shit's universal. For sure. 
I had a teacher once. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent here. Go on a tangent. Probably one of the worst moments. I had a teacher once. It was a. This is actually in college. She was a professor, and we had to like write this. I forgot what it even was, but it was like an English class, and we had to write something about like a the summarizing a book in a certain way or something like that, and. She was like, all right, class, you know, uh, and she was handing out, uh, she had a stack of papers and she was handing out everybody. She's like, this is a sample and I want you guys to all pick out the stuff that's wrong with it. And she's handing this out to everybody in the class and it gets to me and it's my fucking shit. It's the stuff that is the thing that I wrote. (laughs) Hey, she she definitely authoritates it. And and I was like... And I was like, I worked hard on this. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm the and it doesn't have, it's like my she, name's, my name's redacted. In front of you. My name's redacted. No one knows except I, I'm the only one that knows. That's a cold-blooded teacher. That's a, and so the teacher. And, and now I, yeah, I, I, I was a rebel. I would talk back. Yeah. Well, so, so, so the professor, she starts going around the class. Now, let's break out the first paragraph. Uh, what do you guys think is wrong? And like people are raising their hands and just ripping to shreds my entire report. And I'm sitting there and I, I can't answer anything because I think my shit is right because I wrote a, it. That's a witch hunt though. Big time. Straight up, she got talking to after time. class. I feel sad. <laughs> I went up and I was like, really? Yeah, like what? Like, I, I'm going to be the, the example? Best, the best thing is How like, do I learn? The best thing is like telling your parents and then like they just like yeah. go off. You know yeah. what's you know what's so beautiful to me about you you two, and and even considering like this is before y'all even met, like y'all y'all two are so receptive to the world around you, mm-hmm. and you guys are so different in how you see it, right, and how you ingest it. Like it's beautiful to me to see this union, right? Like, and we're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like we've just come to like a very fork in the road, right? Of like where this is starting, going to start to come together. But like I want, like I just want to take a second to like admire how in tune with the world both of y'all are, and from such polar opposite experiences, perspectives, paradigms, thoughts, and like. St- the way we see it yeah i mean everybody has their their like yin and yang would be so petty right but like i feel like there's such a profound beauty and naturally bro that's what a team is Mm. right and a team and and just like even friends are is that we inspire each other and we also are there for one another right we all different and you guys like being even a group which I jumped the fuck. We already knew that, but like a group, right? Seeing two polar opposite human beings that feel so much and express it so differently, like hey, like you just like literally, bro. Like I'm in a wave with you. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And at the same time, I could be on the surfboard with Tehran flicking everybody off because I'm so pissed. <laughs> but I'm like, I want this shit, bitch. Fuck all y'all. Put that on the fucking page. Right? Yeah. But at the same time, knowing that all those cats that I beat just now were my mentors. We just soaked it in, lost our minds for a second. You know what right. I'm saying? 
Like, it's it's interesting that, like, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm angry, just passionate. See, but look, that's the beauty of, see, the, perfect. That's the beauty of our egos. We're going to get there later, but, like, that's what it is. Because we can never control how we're perceived. Right. Those middle fingers could be like our passion. Right. And that fuck you is with a smile on my face. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, however you take that, I can't control. Right. And that's what really losing our minds is. Yeah. Like, we, we feel so much, but we can't control how that feeling is transferred. Right. Exactly. If a motherfucker is at one with the fact that, like, look, the intention is never anger. Right. Then you can't you can't get upset if it's felt that way. Right. Sometimes right. like you won't see it. Right. Hey Omari, can I can I ask you, did you ever feel like you were quote unquote losing your mind or getting rat like lost in your imagination, whether it was with drawing or music? Did you have that feeling too? Actually more for music. Um uh, do I feel like I was losing my mind and withdrawing from music? Just okay, like, can I interject? Yeah. Goddamn, what, like, what are, like, with the definition of losing their mind has become, of course, he has, by definition of, bro, when, when you, even at a young age, are a ninja in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's ima- caring you know, about no, what no, you no, do. No, look, your imagination is free. That's yeah. what, that's what that is. Well, again, that goes back to having a great support system. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mother exposed me to many things that, you know, like my mother was a single, single mom, but my father was still in my life, mm-hmm. but their ideologies are completely different. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I, I spent most of my time with my mom. Mm-hmm. So because of her, I won't say that I'm, that I'm, you know, more talented or more better or more skilled or whatever my father, but it may be, you know, same thing but in a different respect, different context. My mom just was more broad in terms of what she was ex- accepting of and what she was engaging with, you know what I'm saying? So, she, and, you know, she opened my mind up to more things, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, she wasn't, nece- she doesn't necessarily play the, um, uh, moral game or a conservative game so heavy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but yeah, you know, like it really just comes from support, you know, just having having the right support system to being able to express yourself in all these different various ways, especially as a black kid, you know, because growing up, we don't have all of the same representation that we would, you know, that, you know, kids that aren't of color, you know, might have Absolutely. to where we could look up and be like, yo, man, I could do that. I could be that, you mm-hmm. know, I can engage in that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, but at the same time, you know, black people was also in the martial arts. So I was, you know, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. It was just a thing. American Ninja. There you go. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. Straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, having the right support system, you know, being, it allows you to be able to express yourself. It, it, and, 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 and that in and of itself, bro, it's like, it's beautiful how two human beings can get there. And be so polar opposite in these respects. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that. 
and that's such like and when when it's polar opposite it's just different there's no right wrong this that the other it's just different and we're all different mm-hmm. i want to ask you this to to lead up into how y'all <clears throat> from growing like from experiencing the same neighborhoods growing up mm-hmm. to getting to a, a point where the decisions of what creative paths y'all were going to take came to mm-hmm. right <clears throat> once once t once you were graduating high school and like enter like what was that like for you in 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 your path because you chose the stage was the stage always to like feel comfortable knowing what you were going to do anyways or did it become uh which stage do I want to partake in uh I knew I was going to do music okay it was always for music Done. like I like acting but it was always for music really even when you stepped on stage you weren't like oh maybe I see a career in acting or right. life it was always oh, music. wow it was always music oh, it was wow. always focused on music but Done. I didn't really like the being a part of band that much mm. Cause I, I, I'm more like the writing aspect of it mm-hmm. than the actual Playing. music. Of okay, it. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like obviously I love the sound of music, but like obviously now I play an instrument. Mm-hmm. But like in the beginning, it was just really just writing uh, my my thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because again, it all stemmed from Doug. Yeah, it all stemmed from journaling and all that kind of stuff. So. I wanted to do music. I really wanted to do rap, you know what I'm saying, or sing, but it was always it was always connected to writing. But I really didn't like being in band like that. Um so, you know, the stage was where it was. Mm. And um when I graduated, I was going to go to Berkeley School of Music. Mm. Um got accepted, didn't go. Why? Cuz I hated moving. I hated moving around so much. I hated moving. And when I finally got to LA, it was like, okay, this is where I'm at. Met some friends, skated. Oh, then I uh, got on the st- got on stage, started doing theater. Oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. First girlfriend. Oh, you know, milestone, youngin moments. Then it's like, now you got to go to Boston. No, you're I'm like, oh hell, establishing nah. some I'm just, roots. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now that I'm kind of getting here and mm-hmm. situated, I just. I was uh, I was afraid to leave because mm. it was the longest time I had been in one spot. And I always envy, you know, like how you mm. said, you grew up in one spot. I always, and you know, I was in Culver City. And that's very like, sm- it's like small town in the middle of a big city. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. You know, so that, you know, I felt a little bit of that. And I was like, man, you know, that hometown kind of, you know, I was feeling a little bit of that. I just didn't want to go nowhere. So I just posted up and, you know, started kind of getting into music, going to the poetry lounge, doing poetry. Did you go to college here? I didn't go to college. Oh, you didn't go to college? Nah. I went to, uh, I mean, I went to Los Angeles Recording Workshop Mm -hmm. and like learned engineering and things like that. But it was always like music, go hard. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) Tried to go to uh, um, West L.A., just wasn't fucking with it. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. knew what I wanted to do. Like it, I so clearly could see it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I just jumped in. So uh, you know, I just kept making music. But my homeboy Lawrence, I went to school with the homie Lawrence, who's like you know, fifteen hundred or nothing. Like mm. uh, 
you know, geniuses. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. I've known Lawrence since I was in sixth grade. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Also, Bam, Bam Alexander plays drums. He's, yep. you know, incredible. Like, we all went to middle school together. Mm. So, like, they used to always, man, come to band, man, come to band. And I was like, nah, I'm doing this theater thing. Because mm. I, I knew I wanted to be a front guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I wasn't really on the music type set. Mm-hmm. But we used to play together. And, uh, you know, like, we, was work, we used to work a lot. You know what I mean? And um, That's incredible. So, I always had that connection. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like my my connection to like the music side of it was always Lorenz. Cause like he was the one who was always trying to get me to come back to band and man, you don't play drums no more? Cause I used to play drums. I played really? drums, viola, violin, trumpet, and keys. <laughs> I played all of those instruments. Like like pretty, I mean decent enough to like gig. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like do, you know, it was fun. Yeah. But um I mean, not like gig on a professional team. No, like, no you know when like, you're a kid, you're like, like yeah. I can, you know, you, you, I can go to recitals and shit. I'm yeah. in, yeah, I'm in. So like, uh, every time I see him to this day, yo, man, you, you stop playing the drum, but I play a guitar, so he give me slack. He cut, he cut, cut, cut me some slack yeah. now. But um, yeah, like uh, then I graduated, um, started making music, and what was, what was that like coming from like drama to? now becoming an artist or were you like were you rapping and performing in high school too or was, I was. It, oh so you were i mean okay. they would have like little spring flings and things of that nature where they build a stage and i open mic you know kids okay. come up rock and i'll do do things like that rock with the homie itai shapiro he plays bass you mm-hmm. know itai uh, no of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, you know, play with him and we all went to high school together. Got it. So Got like it. we, you know, kind of all kind of came up together playing and stuff. So like I would do the live thing and then I was like, yo, I want to be a rapper. Hopped in full yeah, fledged. Because I mean, jumping into being a rapper, like you also have to figure out what kind of artist you are. Like what's your content? What are you talking about? What do you like? How do yeah. you, you know, what was that like for you coming after high school? Well, it was really and, just and, more and, so figuring out how to do it. Yeah, that's you know, what I mean. How to do it the best. Because it, it was really, for me, it was like, figure out how to do it, then figure out what you want to say. Mm. So figuring out how to do it meant like learning and sounding exactly like the people you were listening to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then once you're like, okay, I know how to, now I can add my own, now I can dive into like what I sound like. Mm. Like in the beginning, it was that's Eminem. Tupac, uh, Common, that's interesting. Was a big one, huge one. Um, you know, I was listening. That's why I was listening to a lot. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying raucous that whole early era, mm-hmm. like most Def Quali. Roots. You know, what I'm saying all of that. Mm-hmm. I was listening to all of that. So oh, like, yeah. I always um, was sounding like them, and then eventually kind of started like incorporate my own story, and then being so comfortable with just the um, ability. That it was, it was easier for me to insert a little bit of myself into it mm-hmm. because I knew what I was doing a little bit more. Like the more I, the more I stole, <laughs> the more I stole, the more I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable. Yeah. I, I know the styles. I know the multi-syllables from Eminem. Mm-hmm. I know the sincerity from Common. I know the, and now it's like, okay, now that I know how they did it, let me erase the board forget everything that they did 
because it's already just in me from mm-hmm. me learning it. Now let me just do what I do. Yeah, That's similar to like uh, someone learning an instrument, like a guitar or, or bass. Like, right. Say someone's learning guitar, they're going to learn Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy right. Page. Like, they're going to go through the list of great guitar players yeah. um, of all different styles from like classic rock to metal to blues to right. jazz, everything. And then... They're like, all right, what am I going to do? Right. You bring all those tools. But you do kind of like steal. It's just like, yeah. that's how you learn. You just, yeah. Yeah. you play the songs you like. You learn the stuff right. you're into. We're yep. all inspired. Bro. Yeah, yeah. all inspired. Yeah. Especially mean, when you're at such a young age. Originality is inspired. Yeah. There's really nothing original. We're no. just sharing. We're all one yeah. species. We're sharing the collective consciousness yeah. grid. You know, and that's part. That's part of the arts, and that's part of music is to inspire. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and that flavor share. is stripping it and emulating but through you mm-hmm. like we yeah. all emulating things that we remember yeah we all yeah. like Hell inspired yeah. by like yo, we all had our faces we, we saw mm-hmm. somebody wear that and we're like oh yeah shit. hell yeah can i pull that off hell and yeah that became, they yeah. almost had me in that one of them tommy <laughs> remember them tommy wave caps <laughs> <laughs> almost almost they almost had me they definitely had me in a cyber tech <laughs> yeah. a cyber tech uh, I think I used uh, to have more money like more a, problems yeah. joint oh, yeah. I, I think I used to have like a sky blue uh, half, half sky blue half white wave cap at one point Ooh. <laughs> back when I wore the oversized you had the cape Zero. though you had the cape though see Yo, Tommy was making them without the cape they was like little beans Stop. 6 X T. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh Down yeah, to all, the day, middle all day, all day. I was five. I, I was five X tall. Middle of my knees. <laughs> what about for you, Al? Five like, X tall. How How was that trajectory into into being an MC for you? Just coming from like freestyling, enjoying that, seeing your your brother, and and being among that to developing your own craft. Well, it was in, it was interesting for me because I actually um got in through the internet. Like I, I started um texting. Before I started actually like emceeing. All right. So I texting. Yeah, it was a thing. I used to go to like forums, like it's one forum called Lyricist Lounge Uh or this other website called rapmusic.com. Okay. I used to go in there at forums and like, and people would type, you know, you, you would type your raps out. There'll be battles, there'll be tournaments, there'll be like... Like know. message board style? Yeah, message yeah, board style. I yeah, remember those. Yeah, so that's where I actually got into it because I started writing before I started rapping, you know what I mean? I used to, you know, obviously, you know, my brother, my, you know, uh, we used to like, you know, freestyle. I used to play around. Yeah. But my real entry was through the words more so than um, than rapping itself. And um, eventually what happens, because again, I was really big into computers, uh... I got the computer microphone, the old school computer microphone, mm-hmm. the des- desktop joint that you put on the desk. Yep. It was like uh, cream colored. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I got... Um, it, and, I, and it plugged in, had like the speaker cable type thing the where you just plug it into the your tower. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I had um, oh the the recording program um, Acid. Acid. Wow. Acid. Acid. I was messing with Soundforce. Definitely on Soundforce. Yeah, cool edit, you know. But uh, 
you know, that was my first time recording to hear my voice. And I remember, I can't remember exactly which beat, but it was a primo Gangstar beat. Mm. It was one I didn't like my sure. voice at all. I was like, what is, you know, like, what is this? And for I'm a like, long well, time. I don't sound like the people I listen to. For a long time, for a long time, I did not like my voice at all. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a lot of times where people were just saying, you sound like, you sound white. Mm. It's like, for real? <laughs> it's like it's very interesting, you know what I'm saying? But you know, people have their own thing. But you know, um, from there, it, it um it kind of kind of grew because when I went to got to high school, um, I met other people, other you know homies who was into you know rapping and stuff, and mm -hmm. I had the equipment. So from there, we just started making music and stuff, and started vibing, and we had this crew called the Fam. <laughs> Wait, this was this was after high school or this is during high school. During high school. During high school, yep. Yeah. Uh well the first the first homie I met uh was uh in middle school and then we went to middle school together, like from you know, we met like in you know, seventh grade through eighth grade, sixth grade through eighth grade, got through high school, met the other homies. We had a crew called the fam, uh was making music. I had the recording spot. I, you know, I had the computer and all set up because my mom worked for this company called Creative Labs. Mm -hmm. Oh, Creative oh, Labs! Wow, Creative Labs used to make speakers Whoa, and used to have yeah. software yeah. like mm -hmm. for computers, sound, <laughs> like sound sound cards and like graphic cards and stuff. She used to yeah. always get Damn. like computer games for free and stuff because she used to have to. Her job was to go to like different like um, uh, stores like Best Buy, Media Play. Uh, fries. Oh wow! Uh, all these different stores and like set up a kiosk and basically pitch the new product for Creative Labs. Oh wow! And so she always what they did was they equipped her with a tower, this computer which was like super upgraded with the craziest graphics cards, yeah. fast, fast as fuck. And they also gave her like all these games, which was like, you know. Creative Labs had sponsored with like Unreal, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> like all these different games and stuff. But um, so I had access to a computer. I was always in the computers. I was always in the internet, and well, because I was in the music, I I learned about recording programs, mm -hmm. and I was on the recording program in the crew. So everybody would come over my crib, mm -hmm. and we would record. You were tapped we, in early. We put out two mixtapes in high school. I printed yeah. I printed out the covers on my on on the printer at the crib mm -hmm. on my mom's good paper. <laughs> You know, the, the, got to <laughs> for the, real. The glossy, the support system, the glossy the joint, the glossy joint. Uh, you know, printed out a few of those. You know, uh, did my first show maybe when I was like seventeen, eighteen at some random spot. I think I messed up. Oh yeah, I felt like we drove by that spot. Yeah, when we yeah. Went to Atlanta. He was yeah. like, yo, that's the spot that I, I felt like it was next to a strip club or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right next to Perfect. He was like, he was like, yo, that was the first spot I ever recorded at. And I drove by, I was like, the strip club? He's like, no, yeah. it's the spot. Like he just had these, I don't know, I, I forget how we got the, got the um performance there, but we just did a song over somebody else's beat. We used to just yeah. take I used to have a gang of beats. I used to yeah. just collect beats. Mm -hmm. You know, dope Shouts ass out beats. To and just record. Exactly, record songs and just put out mixtapes, you know, just whatever, you know. Uh, and also at the time, had the fake IDs. We used to do, we had the fake IDs. See, George IDs, the letters like the date is in red, so this shit did not work at all. 
But what I used, to, what we used to do was like I had the printer. <laughs> yeah. I used to print out. I used to print out a red, you know, like zero, you know, to add to my, <laughs> you know, to add to. And, and I tape it on. I cut around it. I cut around it meticulously around <laughs> yeah. the little zero, and I pasted it on. You know, we used to go around and try to use that as fake ID. Did uh-huh. it ever work? Nah, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But the thought counted. But they that was, was like, it. but you know, bouncers. We went to the strip club, and he looked at. It, he was like, and he just let us in. He was like, creative. He's a creative. Yeah, they really want this. Exactly. They really want to see the booty. Exactly. But but um, uh, from there, yeah, that's how I kind of got into music and stuff. And from there, because I was getting uh. You know, I was just interested. I was interested in in um, in, in music and writing and rapping. And then I got into recording because yeah. I had a computer. So I found out software. And from there, after I got out of gra- um, graduated high school, because I told you you had to go through mm-hmm. summer school and high school. Yeah. You know, basically because, you know, I just wasn't really engaged in high school. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, like, what do I do? I spent like a year and a half, two years, you know, like, uh, you know, yeah, get that. Year and a half, two years, kind of just. I lived in this apartment with my homies. It was six of us in a two bedroom apartment. But, you know, I stayed. You know, I stayed in the living room. I took the couch cushions off the couch and put it yeah. on the floor and made a little bed yeah. on the floor and stuff. Yeah. My homie lived. He did the same same shit on the other side of the room. But um, eventually, I, I decided I wanted to go to school for engineering, studio engineering. Mm. You know, and this is around the time where you know I was on Yahoo Chat and I met Teron. You know, mm. how that happened? What was that interaction? Well, this is like early social networking, like Yahoo Chat and chat rooms, and you know, both of them. Yeah, we used there used to be like on Yahoo Chat they had these like themed chat rooms, so we. We used to go to this chat room like called Freestyle. It would be, you know, you can make your own chat room. It was like back when they, when they, when you could talk on the microphone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. At the desktop oh. Mic, it was like, oh, I can actually talk to people. People just you talking shit I mean? too. Getting in, getting in, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just lock the mic down and just talk hella shit. Yeah, there was this like this, there was like this <laughs> trick you could do where you could like press because there was a button in the chat room that you press to talk. But it was this trick you could do, like, I feel like if you hold down shift and click at the same time or something, uh-huh. you could lock the button and <laughs> hey, nobody else could get on the microphone. <laughs> so people yeah. just, just talking shit and just hold down the microphone. You'd be so mad. Wow. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then they had, like, these little codes and shit where they could, like, boot you out of the chat room. And it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we met there because I used to go there and freestyle and battle. And he would go there. He wouldn't. He, he wouldn't. I wouldn't battle. I was making songs around that time because the homie. Mr. SOS, uh, he played this song for me. He was like, Yo, I got, I want to play something. You know, we was all kind of like rapping, and then he played me a song, and I was like, Fuck my raps. You just made a song, wow. and you rapped over somebody else's beat, made a chorus and everything. Mm. You stacked your vocals. Oh, I was oh, like, wow. I want to do that. Once I found that out, it was, it changed the game. Like, mm. Once I learned from someone else of like, there's levels to it. Like, cause at one point it was just like, oh, I just spit my verse, spit the hook, and that was it. And he was like, no, there's stacks, there's B sections, there's this, there's that. He kind of like really kind of, cause he did it and he, he, he had this song called If I Was President. 
And like he played it, and I just remember all of the girls was just like, "Send me that song, send me that song," <laughs> and I was like, "Damn!" Because really, that's what it was. Like it, it, for me, it was like getting online and talking to girls. Period. <clears throat> That's what it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to these girls. Mm. Oh, let me see a photo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was that. It was it was that. That was you know that era. That yeah. was, was like it was really talking to girls. It was like the party line on Yo, the low key. There was some perverted shit going on there. There was, there was some shit going what? on online. Of you know what I'm saying? Always, yeah. I was talking like to like some grown ass women. You know what I'm saying? And there was, you know, <laughs> of course it was you like, were though. If you, you really you like, over there, like look what? at it objectively, yeah. yeah. You know? So when you guys when you guys met online, was it through a, a freestyle or a rap or? Well, like he was just he was just one of the names because oh. his name was Brixties the Great. So like he was every time like it was a cipher, he was in it and he was killing and he oh. he was just he was Brixties the Great. Brixties. And the fact that it was Brixties the Great, the Great. It ain't go. What up? Brixties the Great though. <laughs> What was your What was your name? Brown, Brown, Brown. He's like Toronto. Eyes wide shut. Okay, something like that. I feel that. I feel Tyler like that. Alias. Yeah, the, well, that was a rap name. That wasn't like my screen name. I feel like, like it was one time, though. Nah, like, like my screen name was always affiliated to what like. The crew that I was in, Word. you know what I'm saying, and I was in a group with DJ Matter, Matter Siegel, Yo. went to Beverly. Wow. I was in a group with him. He was he was my he was the first introduction to like a DJ that really? I ever knew. Yeah, Shoot. for sure. What? what? Yeah. What the fuck? It go that way anyway. I had no clue. Yeah, we were like he. This was early my, on. My first, my first entrance to like vinyl and all that really? kind of stuff comes from Matter Siegel. Oh wow, yep. for sure, without a doubt, one hundred percent. And that like, that is crazy. And because he was he was a little bit older than me, so yeah. like I just lost my mind Shout and all of matter. what he knew. And and he had this garage in the back of his crib on Lapeer. Of course, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And he had hella records, and I just I had no geek out. clue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, matters. One of my very good friends. He he was on the pod. Yeah. yeah. This is crazy. I had no clue. Yep. My first my first ever performance, anything uh, like <laughs> I'm a musician, like feeling like a musician yeah. comes from him. Wow. That is crazy. Yep. I didn't know that. Him and C-Cut. Shouts out to C-Cut. Wow. The podcast is in pairing. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for but real. Yeah, man. Like, you know. I love this small world shit. That yeah. is great. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because worlds definitely collided. Uh, and yeah. I didn't know For that. Sure. You know, because I thought you actually, I mean, it's going to take it up some years and we'll get there. But because um, I heard of you first through Oren. Yeah. Oren, um, I met like well after all of that. Like, like my first. <sighs> That's down the line. Experience to like, you know, going to San Diego State University because he knew the homie Ian. Who was going to school there? Yeah. You know Ian? Yeah, yeah. Ian yeah, Campbell? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Ian was going to school down yeah. there. And we would go down there and rock with, like, he would like. Matter, me and Noah. Had Noah. A, Noah King. Yeah. We had a group and we played at San Diego State. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the world's like, collide. Ian, Ian opened the door and, like, kind of would always be that, that 
I miss that dude, Ian. I haven't seen him in a long great time. Great dude. But like, that's, a, uh, that's an overall great crew. Yeah, man. It was yeah. just, it was, it was, it was tight. And um, yeah. So like, a lot of my early, you know, moments kind of come from working with Ian, uh, working with uh, with wow. Ian and Matt. Oh wow. And um, you know, then uh, it just kind of kept growing and, and kept this, growing. And, and but is, like, this is like pre. This was like I, I was working with. Like Matt before I knew Ao, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because like Ao came out in like 2005 or something Four. like that, 2004, and like I was working with Matt like while I was in high school, mm-hmm. like fresh out of high school. Oh so, wow! Um, you know, and then he moved down, and then it became like we just like I I was making songs because I heard this dude, Mr. SOS, he made a record, mm. and the girls was going crazy, and I was like, okay. Let, let me, let me, I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a good writer. So like I started doing that. And when we were in chat rooms together, he was freestyling, but I was playing songs that I was doing. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? So like, instead of getting on the mic and rapping, I get on the mic and rap my song. Yeah. So I'll, you know, it's not about showing you how dope it's like, nah, this is a vibe. Watch, I'm about to show you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that was kind of my thing. My thing was always like when I was in the chat rooms was just to like play people my songs. And just Crazy. to kind of get a feedback on, is this dope or not? Is this, you know, was yeah. being able to yeah. kind of publicly and this was that era. Like, this is like... Oh, yeah. The chat room era is crazy. Yeah. When did it become, out, you know, into real life when you two actually, like, met in person? Uh, I mean, just over years of being online and, like, kind of knowing each other, he moved out here. And at that yeah. time, it was like, if anybody from anywhere that you knew online is anywhere near you, it's like, yo, let's link up. Because, yeah. you know, internet was kind of like a small world at that right. point. And right. the internet was really bringing creatives together. Yeah. Why yeah. Did you like the blogosphere was really starting to blossom like yeah. after It was that. like, mm-hmm. yeah, right, right after that. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why did you move to L.A.? Oh, for school. Oh, yeah. okay. Because when I decided I wanted to get into engineering, uh-huh. there weren't many options. There was like full sale in Florida. Yeah. And then where I went was... Um, Expression College for Digital Art in the Bay Area in Emeryville, which is like this small city in between Oakland and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, okay, Florida's like right under Georgia, but I want to do something like, because you know, I always had this like adventurous spirit. Like, and I was also, also because I spent time between both my parents, I developed kind of like a solitary, independent kind of mm, temperament, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So, with that, I'm like, yeah, I want to do. Some, I want to go out to Cali, you know. Uh, so uh, I decided to go out to that school. Uh, the school wasn't accredited, you know. It was kind of like low key recluse. The teachers were like they came from the industry, so they weren't necessarily like structured and strict and mm-hmm. formal teaching. Yeah. You say so like this is up in the Bay. Yeah, yeah, okay. in Emeryville, yeah, yeah, yeah. the city called Emeryville, mm-hmm. which, that's, which is where Pixar is located. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's in between Oakland and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So I went out there, and then like you know, prior to that, before I had moved out there, Toronto had Toronto and I had already been talking on Yahoo Chat. You know, mm-hmm. we had already knew each other and been in the Yahoo Chat. You know, so when I moved out there, I was like, yeah, I'm out there. You know, yeah. he's like, yo, roll down. You know, <laughs> took the train. Hopped on the Amtrak. Yeah. You know, down there, eight hours, which yeah, is crazy. So long. Crazy. The train. Crazy. I took the train once doing that. Like, it was actually from here to up 
They don't be do stopping again. nowhere. Shit I ain't scenic or nothing. You be just on there. Shit be looking whack. You be like, yo, what's it's up? So long. So long Shit. for no reason. But it was cool though. <laughs> it was cool though. It was, you know, it was like tickets was like what are they, like seventy, seventy two dollars? I mean, like they weren't like a lot, you know. So yeah. I fuck with you, Amtrak, you know. Let's do something. <laughs> Let's do a tour, Amtrak. Let's do a music tour, you know. Nationwide. What's up? Nah, but um, yeah. So I took it down there. You know, uh, met him. I just remember, like, wait, did it, you know, I feel like I feel like I, I feel like I got robbed the first time I I, I, I visited. Really, it's a hell of a LA experience. Welcome yeah. to LA, huh? You know, because I ain't never, I ain't not. I, I, was it the first? Yeah, yeah, it was the first time. That was the first time. It was the first time. What happened? Crazy. And then, nah, cause like. Okay, I got to Union, and then from there, like, you take the bus, it take you to Fox Hills. Mm-hmm. So I'm chilling in Fox Hills. Which is silly in retrospect, because you passing me to go to... It's really, but, you know, at the same time, it's my never, first time there. Yeah, you never oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In retrospect, there was I, no retrospect. Know, I mean, you know, I mean, exactly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm downtown, Union Station. I'm driving through downtown, you know, I'm like... The the concept of downtown, you know, I didn't really get it until I was leaving again. And I came yeah. back and I was like, wait a minute. So I, this is where I was at. Because, <laughs> you know, you see things the first time. Oh, and yeah, it's you, like. You have no clue. Right. You're I was experiencing, working at Macy's at yeah. the time. So he met me. He came and met me when I was at, at Macy's because I was just uh-huh. getting off work. He, I was like, yo, just roll through to the work spot. And I, I was working I, at Fox yeah. Hills Mall at Macy's. Lit. I remember it was dark outside and I was Fashion outside on yeah. Who need a size? <laughs> it was dark outside. What you need? I was, stand, I was standing outside on Slauson because I got off the bus and I was waiting on him because I you know, told him what the deal was or whatever. And I remember he came down the street. It was Slauson and West. I was standing on Slauson and West. That's where the bus oh, stop yeah? was at. He came down the street. You know, he was wearing black sweats, baggy ass sweats, black <laughs> black baggy ass sweats. Probably a do rag. Black do rag. <laughs> black do rag. White tea. Yep. Smoking a black and mild. <laughs> I remember that shit. I remember that shit forever. <laughs> you know? And then, uh, you know, that was the style back That's then. incredible. <laughs> that, was, that was the style. Niggas is vegans now. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, and then we, you know, and then come to find out, this crib is like just right across the street. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and then you you live out here long enough to realize that Fox Hills is right down the street. Yeah, you aren't even that far. And yeah. then you coming out here, like obviously I knew Lawrence and you know the homeboy, uh, you know Marlon Courts, um, who's one of you know like he's one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. But um, that so was a like, hat clothes <clears throat> though, you know what I mean? So like, um, and we used to have these things called a press play parties. Uh, press play parties was like, like I knew a bunch of people, Marlon knew a bunch of people, and Lawrence knew a bunch of people. I was like, yo, we know a bunch of people in LA who do music who are all great. Let's have this party, get them all together, and everybody presses play on their music, and wow. it's like more of a networking vibe. Yeah. This is like way back in, and um. The first, the first press play party, BJ the Chicago kid was there. Yeah, um, Chicasso, rest in peace, was there. Uh, uh, um, 
Brian Warfield, who's obviously <laughs> fist the cuffs. The second, he yeah. was there. No, you was at the first first one. one. You was at the first one. Wow. He was at the for James Fauntleroy. He was there. James was rapping at the time. Yeah. And incredible. One of the dumbest rappers Ever. we know. Him and Tunji. Yeah, stay up there. Yeah. Him and Tunji, as far as like no, on some rap shit, crazy, like, unreal. God Period. Yeah. So like, you know, we used to have these things called press play parties, and um, that's how it it kind of became a, you know, him getting down here really and knowing kind of right. what was going on Yo, down here. Like just uh, <laughs> like shout out to the robbery because I forgot that. You know what I'm saying? I actually found. The, the culprits and I was like you know what bro that was wrong I'm gonna give you a citation you don't need to deal with this because what you experience on your first time here that or the first press play here that was the first time that ever happened y'all hmm. you ready but shout out to the first press play yeah, right yeah, in how many no but in how many incredible creative geniuses including Sticks. yourselves yeah bro that's, it, you know, that's, that's in its infancy, cat. though. Damn. That's in its infancy. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. What was that vibe like Lady for G, y'all? now Jizzle. And the thing, I was visiting out there, so like the experience to, to me, it was like... It. Shots out to Jizzle, killing yeah, it. Yeah. I knew her when she was 16. Murdering always been amazing. Yeah, you know she's what I'm always saying? Been and I met her through, you know, it's like you meet, we were just meeting everybody. Just think of this yeah. community though, right? And think of that landscape because what year what what year did the press play start? This had to win with like oh oh four? Something like that. And then I was at um uh uh I was at um fifteen hundred studio which used to be over there by, um, what was that, Exposition. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, La Brea. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right over there, Exposition and La Brea. They had a studio over there. It was Ron Jeremy's old. That's the Fisticuff studio. Right, that, yeah. that was the Fisticuff studio. But before that, it was a 1500 Nothing studio. Oh, and that, cause, wow. you know, Brian used to engineer and work with them. Got it. So, like, they were all in that same little area. And I remember, um, you know, uh, he played uh, Lamar Edwards. You know, Mars, 1500 or nothing. He played uh, Pac Div. Mm. And I'd never heard, and he played like, act like you're chilling in some other shit. And mm. it was just like, what? Who the fuck are these kids? Like, yo, these, these kids from, they, man, they from Palmdale, because I think him and Swift work together a mm. lot. But, uh, you know, shouts out Swift D. But like, yeah, and then that's how I found out about all of them. And then, we were trying to trade some. Uh, then me and likewise from Pac Div found out that we loved Dilla a whole lot, and this is back when we were all studying Dilla. Then he drove all the way from Palmdale to meet us down here just to exchange Dilla beats that he had. That's crazy, Dilla man. Beats that he didn't have. You know, shot rest in peace, Dilla. It definitely wasn't on no like stealing stuff. We just were fans. And yeah, we were just yeah, super yeah. Fans. And then he drove all the way down from Palmdale to meet up with me. And we traded Dilla beats and just linked up. And Damn. then he told me about Blue. And then I found out about Blue and all that other stuff. And me and Ayo had a blog at the time because we were making music, but we just didn't know how to like get it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were like, man, let's just make a blog. So we had a blog called The Exactly. Mm. And we used to say exactly all the time. Yeah. So, um, exactly. Yeah, we used to always say exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, 
we were like, well, we don't want to put out our own music on this blog saying that it's us. So we Googled a picture of this dude named Zach Lee. I, he felt like he was a lawyer, old 50-year-old white dude, cul-de-sac. Um, and the homie redrew him, and he became the mascot for the website. Wow. So his name Shout was Zach Lee. Henderson. So every article we wrote, everything that we wrote was from the perspective of like a 54-year-old dude. Yeah. But it was about like hip hop. But it was but, but, crazy, but I like, that cultural stuff. That was like, your guys' blog. You might not have. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't even remember because I I know that fucking blog. Yeah. Like everyone, knew, everyone knew that blog. Like there was a set amount of like, yeah. hip hop blogs. Like that you it was to. us, two dope boys, her faction. Okay, not players. Right. This was not literally right. the inception. Yeah, right. yeah. this is this right. is. How we so all kind of like know we, we put out the first blog mixtape. I sure. feel you. Miguel was on it. Uh, Drake was on it. Theopolis, London. Theopolis, London. Christian Rich. Christian Rich. Shots out. Pack Dev. Yeah. BJ the Chicago Kid. And it was like the first. It yeah. was like the as far as like on some blog shit. It exactly. was like exactly. It was that. It was exactly. It was exactly. Exactly, and we were sneaking our shit in there too because exactly. it was like we knew all we knew that, all of this amazing sure. music that was out, but you know, and we DJ we had, Haircut mixed it. Who's uh, Mayor Hawthorne? Mayor Hawthorne, and it was like as the time of like the blogosphere was just blooming. Yeah, at that right. time it wasn't yeah. like crazy oversaturated. You just had like your handful of go tos, right. and that was it. Right, you know. For sure. I would and say that we were one of bro. Yeah. For a minute. For a quick second. The, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that's a word. There's the tapped more. inness of it. Like, so many young creatives. <laughs> yeah, man. The tapped inness. <laughs> yeah, that's a t shirt right there, man. <laughs> For real. Tapped inness. No, but like. Straight up. So many young create like bro like this is like elixir right now you know what i'm saying this is this is the waterfall that like motherfuckers thought it was a mirage and it's real like the community was so robust at this point and this is early like we all see it now yeah right, straight up like once once press play once the button was pressed and it was play like the blo- seeing the blossoming of this community and seeing at the time at which y'all were at in not only your own creative entities, but also like the formation of what it's going to become, regardless, yeah. like it's incredible. Yeah, it you was fun. It was a Crazy, fun time. Man. It was fun because it's like, you know why it was so dope? It's because it was like, wow, this dude is incredible. And I never knew he existed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just, you yeah. just didn't, you were just blown away by how many talented people were out there, yeah. right. but you just didn't know it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It really, it was like a, whoa, yeah. this is it's It's yeah. so for crazy. Sure. It's so wild to me that like it ended up becoming in the cafeteria and mm-hmm. in line. Right? <laughs> because like, I'm about to lose my mind real quick. Go for it. Right. Jump out the window. Is oh bro, I already I just like finessed out the window. (laughs) I jumped to the window. Bob Fosse stepped out the window. The top down, I don't know who car it is, but we here. But it's crazy, like just looking at it like from a life perspective. Like that's school in general. Right? Or Mm -hmm. any building we in. Like we there's so many creatives around us 
there's so many classes that we'll never be in, but like there's so many creative people and entities. But like when we all get together, when it's lunch mm-hmm. <coughs> or when it's recess, mm-hmm. right? Like we all get together and exploring each other's abilities and talents and whatnot happen. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, we all in line. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to eat. It just and, goes back to like. Just wanting to know or wanting to learn from somebody else. Absolutely. You know, if like you do that at at, at, um, at recess, because you might have you might have a class with this person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You might have a class with that person, but you still, you know, can talk to them about something else. Yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of why the press play parties were so dope for us, because it was like, I just found out about like R&B because you knew I knew about R&B on like one level and that was like what was coming out and what people were releasing but to see people to see um I don't want to call them amateurs because they were never amateurs but to see people doing R&B you know what I'm saying like because I it's to me I I'd seen people do rap and make songs but then to know somebody who was doing R&B music yeah. mm-hmm. was like what yeah, cuz you heard R&B on the radio but you you know what I'm saying it was just that's like some out the park yeah. I believe I can fly type shit this but when you can see shit. someone yeah. and they do it oh you really say oh whoa yeah. <laughs> then it like blew your mind even more it's like it's like whoa there's a lot of people who are incredible at what they do and I don't do it at all yeah. and it's it, it, sure. it just opened my mind it opened yeah. my mind in, to the possibility of just you know how dope people were what and was like, that like cause like y'all were and even y'all hearing about Ty and Corey and like all yeah. those dudes oh what was that like for y'all cause y'all were tapped like this Los Angeles culture was tapped in so early to one another you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like it was just always brewing what was that like for y'all during those times, growing as artists yourselves. It was like, exciting. It was yeah. like, because we were fans of everybody. Right, for sure. That, I think that's what was dope, is that we were fans with people that we knew. We were fans of people that we knew. Right. So it was like, man. Yeah. It's community. It just, yeah, it, it was it, community. It, it, yeah, it didn't feel like pressure to like, it was just like, yo, this is who we are. This is what we're doing. we doing it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, yeah. Nothing more than that, you know, and stuff just comes from that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't about we doing this because of something, you know, because we have to do this, because we have to prove and there's not you weren't even thinking about it. You just it was it. and you it wasn't and it, it. Yeah. And it wasn't really it. even about money or being popping. Yeah. It was just to press play on the homies yeah. and geek out. You know that's what? really what it was. Yeah. That's all it that us that's all it ever was in the beginning. Is it's it was why. just to pull up on the homies and be like, yo, I got this new something. Yeah. Not because I'm going to put it out to the world, but because I just want to make the homies smile. Yeah, sure. Or I want to make the homies geek out. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, look at this crazy beat yeah. I made. Or, you know, yeah. and I feel like that's what the press play parties were. I mean, it was on some networking shit. Like, if you were in that realm, but I feel like a lot of us were just, you know, it's like one big cypher. You get, yeah. get with the homies and yeah. you cypher, but instead of ciphering, we press and play on each and, other's and songs. bro, like, the beauty to me is, is, like, just looking at it from a standpoint of function, right? Right. In that moment, y'all were kids. Yeah. 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 Just free as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
money don't matter. Like it was just like y'all, we all dreaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You it was, know, it was free. The conundrum free. of life. It was free. Like you know what I'm saying. Like even it was always just. You know, and then I met Tunji because Tunji was doing soul sessions. That's where I met Tunji. Soul That's sessions? What, yeah. Right. On on Vermont. North yeah, Vermont. Fight Odo. Right. Oh, oh. Yeah, so we were. I was when he was at uh on North Vermont over there by where Fat Beast used to be. On North Vermont. Vermont and oh, yeah, what, yeah, 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 yeah. Sunset? That was something like that. Yeah, that was a little after Fight Odo. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I remember you there too. Yeah. Because, yeah, I met. We all, I, I went to five dodo with noah and it was like probably the third or fourth soul session nobody was there hmm. tunji was on the stage rapping to like six of us in the crowd yeah hosting the thing mm-hmm. he was the host of it lit what was, it, what was the guy's lit. name james or the the guy who put it on i forgot his name i'm not sure i forgot his name but tunji was hosting this and it was like you got up and would freestyle and Noah went up and freestyled and i went up and freestyled <laughs> like i don't know that's, that's just what everyone's doing you know and but to take it back to like even like going your, your press play parties mm-hmm. so it immediately made me think of soul sessions and, mm-hmm. and that's it's the same kind of vibe like you're just a part of this community you go to this thing it happens like every other week and all your friends are there right and, but everyone's trying to to you know be a rapper everyone's right. trying to do music you're everyone's doing their thing but it doesn't feel like that it just nah, feels like nah. we're like all workshop yeah we're all just doing this but this is part of like our life it's, yeah. we're not trying to be this right we are this uh, it but, wasn't about being the best it was about doing it yeah and it was being, about a, being, it. being a part being, of something yeah. participating in it and it was just something you did it was like we're going to soul sessions. That just right. You didn't have to ask, "Hey, what are we doing tonight?" When it was, that, right. that's what you that's did. That's what you did. You knew Boombox too. Boombox and uh, you know, Chinatown. Shouts out to Inca One. Oh wow! Yeah, that's like, right. That because yeah. that came after. Yeah, that's still going. Still holding yep. that and still wow. killing these parties yep. too. Still wow. be having some big turnouts too. Yep. So like, staple. Yeah, so that's that's a staple in Straight LA up. for sure. But like, um, yeah, boombox, yeah. uh, Chinatown. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, like um, that was. It was just like a. It was a. It was a. It was a community. Yeah, you know it was what I'm a saying? community. It was. I mean, it is a community, and mm-hmm. it's always been a community. Always. You know? Um, but it, it's kind of nice to see, even when it was at rehab at the pit, you know, and Sticks was hosting, and uh, you know, Duke Gutter and all of them was down there, and like it's always been like, or Project Blow, be it No Can Do, mm-hmm. and like you know, everybody who was down there killing it. I even the Poetry like, Lounge. Even the Poetry Lounge. The poetry Lounge Sheehan was and all those dudes. Yeah, Can you remember that one time. Who was at that spot downtown? I figured what that club they got shut down. The big club, big big ass club. Keep going. We went there for Halloween, but Sticks was performing that one time. We went as well, and he had the marching band that came out. Oh yeah, uh, that was at uh, that was the place where the boy got stabbed at Chris Brown shit oh. um, for New Year's. What was that? Uh, H, right? Like fuck. That. What was the name of that spot? Okay, it was a spot in downtown. Uh, you know where the Mayan is? Mm-hmm. No. The Mayan is like <laughs> off Olympic, I want to say. The Mayan. It's like Olympic, it called... and, Olympic and Broadway. Oh, this is going to kill me. Tunji would know it. 
Um, Start with an H. Nah, 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 nah. It was like, that's going to bother me. It's like the something club or some shit like that. (laughs) Something, ah, whatever. This is going to bother me. Whatever. We came on. We got a marshal. I feel like Ghostface had performed there once. Maybe. I know we went there for Halloween one time. Did you move down to LA? Eventually? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after I graduated, uh, maybe like a year after I graduated, mm-hmm. moved down in 2008. Okay, uh, so that's a good like four years later. Yeah. So, yeah. so were you coming down like every, once a month or every weekend or like or just sporadically? How many times did I come down? Like, I mean, I do remember at some point. You know, I remember coming down a few times. At a certain certain point, I got the rental. And I was, you know, driving down there. You know, he used to work at Warner. Oh, okay. you know, I remember, you know, giving rides to work as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but I maybe came down there maybe like four times. Okay. You know, if I'm thinking about it, uh, then eventually moved down there. You know, stay stay with him um, for music. Started music. Just started making music. The first thing I think, like the first day I came down there. Was for the like the the pack did video um uh crash mansion crash mansion hey <laughs> yeah <laughs> Toronto's super yeah. focused he's like did it no like I saw it build up too he was like <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally rolled up to the mic it was just. <laughs> That was absolutely good. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Um. (laughs) So when you when you guys started doing music um, a little a little more seriously, did was it like a conscious thing or did it organic? Like you guys were doing stuff, but was there a moment where you like it was organic for sure? Yeah, to the point where we just didn't know a lot of the business shit that we were supposed to know. Because both right. you guys were solo, right? Yeah. 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 So solo and like maybe featured on each other's stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what was that that decision to be like, yo, let's really form this together and create these these dope... Well, I mean, it's because we have been making songs that kind of had like a running theme, like everyday man mm-hmm. music is what they kind of like say we made at the time, which, you know, which we do, you know what I'm saying? So we kept on making songs like... Um, uh, Sydney, Sydney, and uh, <laughs> uh, my wingman and me, which is about like I'm I'm playing his wingmans to help him pick up a girl, so I gotta like <laughs> talk, to, <laughs> talk to the ugly friend, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so right. he could, you know, we just always had we we wrote these like quirky songs, uh-huh. and it was like a lot of the most fun songs that I was doing was with him. Mm. So I was like, man, let's just do an album full of this and dedicated to women. And that's what we did. Oh, you know? wow. So it was like a sucker for pumps was, it was like all of the in-between shit. Like instead of the, I'm going to give you the sun, the moon, the this and that, and fuck money, get bitches. Let's talk about all the shit in between. Mm. All the all the gray area stuff. So oh, like. Interesting. Everything that, that makes it one way right, or another. Right, exactly. And it's, so the album plays like a breakup. So, um. Yeah, and we 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 were just making all these weird kind of cool songs, and we bounced off of each other and fed off each other so well from doing the blog and like just making music together that it just ended up into being an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that process like for you? Like, I see two completely unique human beings. 
artists, right, and mm. creatives. Like, what's that process like, especially early? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like, two, the both of y'all have such established energies that I could naturally see how they fuse, right? But mm-hmm. like, what's that process like for y'all? Like in the beginning of that, and especially during the the creation of the sucker for pumps, right? Because it's like it's it's almost like honeymoon period. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From a creative scope. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what what was that feeling like? Like, what was that vibe? Whatever made us laugh. Yeah. Whatever made us laugh. Really. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the best, man. Because <clears throat> yeah. the pressure's off. I think it's yeah. like when, you be, when you're when you going as a solo artist and you're working that grind so hard, it gets so fucking serious. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And you kind of lose the reason why you're doing this because... You, you're you're trying to push your careers forward so hard. Yeah. Then when you just have this one thing where you guys can bounce off each other and and laugh, man, and it just be free. Yeah, some yeah. of the most like crazy stuff. Come, there's no yeah. pressure. Yeah, it makes you even think back to like the original scope of like art or music. Like art in the beginning and design is very uh, individual. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? And like. Right. It, 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 it's beautiful to start seeing like community develop and the the waves of community and the layers of community that are building through this process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like internally in a scope of growing up, or like naturally being a part of something in a chat room, which is a community. Like, I mean, well, even to suck a uh, sucker for pumps. You know, the people that was on it, like BJ the Ch- Chicago Kid, yeah. uh, Thundercat, <sighs> Yummy Bingham, or Dahi. You know, just just a range of people that yeah. K, DK, Odyssey, Tiffany Goucher, Tiffany Goucher, Iman Omari. You know, Odyssey culture. Odyssey. Yeah. yeah, Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. So it's just. It's crazy um, just how people connect. You yeah. Know? You know, and it's not something that you can ex- necessarily predict, mm-hmm. you know, because, but we just always kind of just, I don't know, I guess we just always, it, it, for us, we had a community and we had, just our tastes made us Absolutely. gravitate to certain people, yeah. you know. Certain people that weren't necessarily like the most popping people, but was like, yo, man, you talented like, absolutely you know you're talented and you inspire me you're doing something completely different that ain't really like out right now but man this shit's like you know crazy you know tiffany Goucher is crazy you know? crazy she some crazy shit you know? tips for real the best you know yeah hands down crazy hands for down real yeah that's the be- she that's just the- did Layla Hathaway's whole damn album, I heard. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Something like that. Unless Amari was selling wolf tickets. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Shouts out to Tiff. Yeah, shouts out to Tiff. Yeah. For shouts real. Out. So after that, oh. No, go ahead, baby. You you took the words right out of my mouth. No, I just saying thinking so after that first project is so it's so pure and just fun and just like no pressure. Let's uh-huh. just have fun with it. After that, did it become more conscious? Like, hey, we should we should keep doing this. And what was the balance of that with also keeping the fun, but trying to take it to a, a more See, serious? I level? think after we did a sucker for pumps, we realized how how many like tight people we knew mm-hmm. that we wanted them to. We wanted people to know about them too. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. 
because again we come from a press play party so it was really just community mm-hmm. our like our whole thing was kind of always centered around community and just like trying to like you know tell the people who might have liked us about other people mm-hmm. even with the mixtape yeah so you know even with the mixtape it was like I, I mean obviously i'm not gonna say it was completely selfless because obviously we put our own music on there oh sure but it was definitely like yo there, there is a vibe out here and there's a sound that you know, at one point, you would have just thought it was gangster rap. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You would have just thought L.A. was just on some gangster rap shit. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it was. this was like, yo, this is, L.A. is on some different shit. It's mm. not just what you think it is. Right. So um, then we did the Hungry mixtape, which was like right after the uh, A Sucker for Pumps, we did the Hungry. Mm. And the Hungry was uh, us... Breezy Lovejoy, now Anderson Pack, mm-hmm. um, Sir Tiffany, mm-hmm. uh, Schoolboy was on there, Dahi. Q was on there, Dahi James was on Farmer there, James Boy. was on there, and um, it was kind of like just a, an amalgam <coughs> of all the shit that we thought was dope, but like people might not have heard or that something that might have flew under the radar because mm. Breezy had dropped um, the OBE Volume One, mm. and like he put it out, so I was like, yo. People don't know this. Like this shit is so amazing. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, so sure. like, like, let me take one of these. Let me take a couple of these and put them on, or let me put them on like the the shit that we got because we just did this album. It's kind of popping right now. So let's do a compilation to kind of let them know what the sound is and like because we're all t- tied to this Sara sound, Sara yeah. Creative Partners. Breezy you know what I'm saying? We Anderson all come. Park. We come from that Dilla Sara." explosion that happened mm-hmm. you know around the time is like right before and right after Dilla's past and it was just like this explosion of just like craziness Flying yeah. Lotus was also a part of that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and um, <coughs> so like we did this project called Hungry and like worked with you know all of these amazing writers Incredible. and producers and just like kind of put it out like Actually, this is another sound of L.A. y'all might not have really been paying attention mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, And it was really just around, like, community, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like that's it's not so much about me and Omari as it is about all of us, you know what I'm saying? It's not so – it's all connected, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes being able to see – that it's a community of people working is always more impressive than just seeing like a one-off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, okay, yeah, that's dope, but oh, wait, they're, they're dope. Oh, they're dope. Oh, oh, oh. And then it's like, okay, there's something else. Because mm-hmm. at one point it was really like LA hip hop was just one thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then once you kind of started seeing it, and then it all was like, oh, you guys all kind of worked. Okay, so there's something in the water. Like, what's going on out here? It's a, na- it, it, it's a natural, like, scope of resurgence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's, when it's building and when it's bubbling and when it's becoming, it, it always gravitates towards a, a single focal point. But, like, there's a community behind all of yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like L.A. is that prime example For of, sure. like... You look back to those days, and for me, it was like thrust in the, into recognition around 09, right? And you have all these different entities 
growing and glowing and it's just so expansive. But regardless of who is one step or two ahead of the other, it's like at during that time, it truly was community in the most purest of scopes. Because even the cats that were quote unquote on were like still in that. There was definitely energy for sure. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. definitely. You know what I mean? It was like a little like flower garden in Berkeley, if you will. Yeah. Right? You feel me? Like that type of just like empathetic love, but like just we're all growing. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful during that time. And also just so beautiful to that point of like, it, there's sparks that light fires, right? And communities naturally, we all grow with each other. Like every seed and every flower, flower, I wrote your uh, fortune cookies fucking <laughs> fortune <laughs> with my flower. <laughs> um, no, but like, it's so beautiful see, to see the growth just because everybody grows and everybody experiences all of this nature and nurture again at different stages. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are all Polaroid snapshots. And, like, the, it's so beautiful to see, like, the trajectory of y'all's projects, right? And also looking, especially at where we are now, in looking at, like, the theme of them all. Like dealing with people because we're surrounded by all these creative people and it's all about like bringing these energies together because that's how we all create. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What was it like during that time making the project with, with all just the creators and just the friends that y'all was, were around at that time? That's hilarious. The friends. It was dope. Yeah. It was hilarious. I mean, yeah. it was cool to just get lost in people's space, people to get lost in. We're all learning how each other works, too, which was I think was very important, mm-hmm. is to see how somebody works. And yeah. be like, oh, you do that? Yeah. And then they see how you work. Like, oh, I didn't ever even thought to do that. And we're all like in this class together. It's like we take this class together, and all these crazy students are in the same class. Yeah. And we're all Why? trading Trading, trading secrets and you know what I'm saying like right. doing songs together and it was just like we're all just cheating off of each other <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying but it was amazing it was it was dope yeah dope the energy was definitely great it's so many times yeah. I just wish it was a camera present to document half oh. the shit that I would that <laughs> sometimes you know what real. it's kind of cool to think that there's not right yeah. like I think about that too Sometimes it's just special to live in like the memory of it. Like the fact that yeah. there wasn't, yeah. the fact it's just like keeps a little more raw, keeps a little more just right. like. <laughs> you had to be there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, those moments. Man, I don't know, man. That should have been tired if you get. <laughs> For real, though. No, That should have been awesome. If it was hey, he's like, she's like, shut up. I'm glad he's like, built up in the He's like, shut up. Shut up with your hippie ass. Like, you living if you could like like fast forward and rewind yeah. your life and like look at that shit, that shit would be crazy. You probably get some crazy perspective. That's funny. Like I'm talking about like after it's all said and done, you can yeah. look absolutely. back at it all. Yeah. Absolutely. During the like the time with within these two projects, right? Mm-hmm. Like where was y'all's heads at? Just in because ter- at the end of the day, like yes, it's so free. But 
it's also during a time where we're committing to like, look, this is what we're going to do forever. Mm-hmm. And we're so down with that. Mm-hmm. But we also face with like, okay, forever means I got to be able to live to do this forever. Right. Regardless of whatever the acclaim and all that is, it's like when we decide it's forever, life becomes working around how we're going to just allow ourselves, regardless of what the fuck it is, to do what we do because we know what's going to happen. Right. How was that for y'all? Like, what, what was that like? Because, like, I feel like one of the things, especially in this day and age, that, that artists and, and creatives that are on that path forget to think about, right, or, or have, like, desensitized themselves from that aspect is that even in this Internet era that we are in right now, that road is still the same. Mm-hmm. Like, things can pop off, but, like, that road of, like, look, like, we have a passion, and until that passion becomes uh, living, right, dreams, we just, we, we, can, we do whatever the fuck it takes mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. And feeling-wise, what was that like for y'all earlier on? I think it's kind of like... In and out. Tell that story. I mean, Hold on, like yeah, we, no, tell the story. See, I we, love we, my... We, we definitely worked at, <laughs> We used to work at the container store. Like, we've obviously had, like, nine to five little gigs and things. Yeah, that. Yeah, I worked yeah. in the mail room at uh, Warner Brothers when Tunji was in that office. Mm-hmm. That's how I met J-Rock. That's how I met, you know what I'm saying, a lot of those dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, there's obviously, like, little nine, nine to five situations. But I feel like once you're like, all right, I'm in, like, for real. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's just committing, commitment, you know, and, and taking everything that comes with it, the ups and the downs, mm-hmm. like the, the highs and the lows. It's it's because that's really what it is. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because you can work a safe job nine to five and, you know, have that consistency and have that normalcy, yeah. quote unquote, and, and, and do that. <clears throat> but then there's like us, we jump out the window. Like yeah. we're going to see exactly how well we can fly mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and sometimes it's it is that's that's that is what it is it's the ups and the downs and the people that we lose and the friends that we're not friends with no more and all those kinds of things like you know that that it just it's kind of one of those things that um I wouldn't necessarily say that like we came to this decision like okay we're gonna do music it just we were just so addicted to it that it just happened yeah. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a clear decision. It was really on some like, wait, I make more doing music than I do working part time at the container store and y'all motherfuckers is hassling me and y'all won't let me go do this show when I called out. For show I called out, y'all signed on it, but for some reason I'm still on the sheet that I'm supposed to come in and right, work today. Right. And y'all saying that for if sure. I don't come in, I'm fired and I'm already in New York. Fuck y'all guys. The messed up thing was he was the good employee. I was the I was I was not good employee. Oh, I really? <laughs> and you would, really? And you would, <laughs> really? Not at all. Not at all. Like I remember one time. I mean, we was both faded. Faded. Both faded. One time. Faded. It was actually like for he s- fell asleep on the ladder. I saw you. Bro. He was on a ladder. Bro. He was on a ladder, like doing some, like putting some stuff Put up, and he no. fell asleep on the ladder. I'm like, Bro, dog. Wow. We went, we went out, you know, and got super faded. That's like we took a taxi to work. Uh, Almost nah, positive we took I a drove. taxi. I definitely drove. 
Oh yeah, we took a taxi to the crib. I think we got there. Drove. I think that I, I think I picked you up from the crib. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I was off doing, some, you know, I was off doing a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You weren't you know, being oh. doing a thing with the thing. You weren't, you weren't being a wingman. You were just straight on with it. Right. I didn't sleep at all that night, so you know I, I got back. You know the thing is what the thing was like. You know we stock we stock shelves and stuff, and like container store has a very particular way in which you stock shelves, mm-hmm. and you partner with somebody because you know when you get there you have this little powwow, and you know the manager is like two managers, and you come out and you probably had donuts inside the, in the break room. Mm-hmm. Donuts. Fire, man. <laughs> fire donuts. You know, five in the morning. Five in the morning. Donut. You want wow. some donuts? Oh like, yeah. Hey, cool. Y'all looking out for me? So anyway, you had a powwow, and then you partnered up, to, and you're giving sections, yeah. and like you're giving different partners, you know, different shifts. And I just happen to get a partner. I, I just happen to be partnered with, with one the, of managers. the managers. <laughs> wow. And he was faded. <laughs> Man. He was one of the managers. Oh, I feel like man. they partnered you with the manager because you were faded. Probably, yeah. He probably Someone saw needs to watch You know what I'm saying? Probably. Like, yo, because, you know, the alcohol does come through the pores. So, hey, there's no way <laughs> they didn't it smell does. that. But yeah. you know the effort. They had to appreciate the effort. Right. <laughs> He's here. He's here. Because that was. You know what's funny? In a lot of, in a lot of respects, Boy. I miss a lot of that. I miss a, I, yeah. I miss a lot of the nine to five. I miss a lot of the working with regular people. How I feel so? like how so? Just because when you work in the music industry, it's really a lot of personas, mm-hmm. and it's hard to really get to the people unless you hang out with them a long time, mm. hang out with them enough. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, you're meeting, you know, their representative. Right. Whereas when you're at, you know, wherever stocking shelves with whoever, it's like y'all all doing the same shit. Yeah. You know, y'all, but y'all might be in a different shit. And y'all have different pursuits, but yeah. y'all there for the time. Being. Yeah, it's like, it's, I mean, and you, you still have people who ego trip in their job. For and sure. it took me a minute. Like, I used to really, like, I, there's this one woman that I worked with, and she was just the most rigid, most hardcore kind of person, and she was really on her shit. And it took, like, I had this moment, I was like, wait. This person, this is what they do for a living. I'm right. not going to do this for a living. Yeah. So I right. need to just let them take this shit seriously. You know right. what I'm saying? Sure. I can't get mad that they taking mm-hmm. it serious. Like they're taking they're taking it serious cuz this is what they do. This ain't what I do. Mm-hmm. So let me not be so, you know, judgmental, yeah. judgmental and all, you know what I'm saying? Like let me respect. Mm. And that's when I stop that's when I stopped slacking off at 9 to 5s. Is when I realized that there were people who were working right next to me. Who really value it's, their job? Yeah, right. and it's their job. It's like, and I know it's just a, a quick nine to five for me, but for you, they take it really yeah. serious, yeah. and I don't want to be a roadblock in their yeah. way. So I'm about to. So whenever I worked somewhere, I really took it serious. I was the best at trying to just because I all I wanted to cultivate that vibe of like anybody who's trying to get better here. I'm not going to be the person that try yeah. to make you not do good. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be the person to bring you down. Right, right, right. He's and Al wasn't either. He was just asleep <laughs> on the ladder, though, like just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? That shit fire too. Nah, because you know managers, you know, they had their power trips and stuff, and I ain't with that. Right. Yeah. Right. Nah. Cool. <laughs> that authoritative. Nah. nah, nah container right. store is really tight, man. They have Hell some really dope yeah. Dope products. Shout out container Shots store. Shout out to Tiger. 
If you want to get your order on. <laughs> if you want to get your alpha shelving. Yeah. <laughs> get your organization on. Man, hit up Container Store. They so got yeah. you. Lifetime for real, warranty. For real. But yeah. Um, and then, so we worked out in like little nine to fives, but it was never really like a decision of like, this is what we're going to do yeah. full time. Right. It's just, we just ended up doing it full time because we loved it so much. Yeah. Just we so just like, okay, decided cool. not to go anymore one day. Right. That's respect yeah it was just like really just one day you just were like i'm, I'm not well i was already in new york for a show oh and that was that yeah <clears throat> yeah and like i was getting crazy love out there but meanwhile on my phone my manager's like you're supposed to be coming in if you don't come in you're gonna get fired you're gonna get written up or something like that and i just i didn't even quit i just never talked to them ever again yeah just didn't show up mm -hmm. i was like well, the crowd is yelling and they love me. And Peter Rosenberg is like enjoying what I'm doing right now. And Angela Lee look good. So I'm not going to come. <laughs> I'm yeah. not coming back in. Like, Sorry, y'all. The rap life, I'm on. Yeah. Well, not on, but you know. I Absolutely. It felt good and it felt better. And I was making about the same. So I was like, okay, let me keep doing it. Yeah. I think the minute that you find out that you're a little bit successful, you start to be like, hmm. Maybe I don't need a nine to five as much as I thought yeah. I did. Mm. Or at least let me test it. Let me try. You know what I'm saying? Let right. me see. You know what I'm saying? So And sticking with it too. Yeah. yeah. Th through it all. Yeah. Through it all. And, and, and yeah. then, and then th 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 that's when you get to that point where it's like, okay, I could completely destroy my work history <laughs> or I'm going to make this work. You know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. really, those are the only alternatives. Either right. you haven't been working nine to five for like six years because yeah. you was trying to do some rap shit. Or you make the shit work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Or somebody refer you, some like yeah. somebody can help you out later. We both on, know goddamn where y'all gonna make like it, it, it's it, the decision is make the shit work. Yeah, it's 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 right. and it, sure. it there'll be times that it wor works, there'll be times that it yeah. don't work. It's life. It's Always what you do, you know what I'm saying? It's always a figuring out. Cause I could be situation. work. We could be working nine to fives and shit be working, and then shit don't be working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, right, right. You could lose it's doing all, something that you hate. It's literally all relative. Like right. you think of any gig, for some it's working and others it isn't. For some they just have a cushion that they're just like withering in a cloud, mm -hmm. and others it's not. Right. Shouts out to Jim Carrey because he said like you can be fired doing something that you hate, so you might as well lose to something you love. You know for what I'm real. saying? Like you could be working a job that you hate for hella long and then just get fired. Yeah. And it's like, so what was all that for? You know what I'm saying? So you might as well jump out the window and do something that you love. Yeah. Go hard. Mm -hmm. Obviously, don't kill yourself. For sure. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, this shit's real. What, what's that road on Route 66 been like? Because y'all already jumped out. It's been cool. It's been interesting. It's been ups and downs. Let's let's go through that. Like, Because um, it, it, that's a long road. And, and for many... On that path, it's a long road. The, you know what makes the road not as long? Reading. <laughs> really? You know, if you're on a road trip, read a book. Learn something on the way. If, you get, if you're doing the same thing over and over, that's when you get stuck. But it was like, okay, let me try to learn how to play the guitar. Okay, let me try to, on this long road, I better learn some shit along the way because mm -hmm. I'm going to end up at my destination. I'm going to be asked out because they're going to require certain skills that I just don't have. Yeah, It's a constant learning process. It's like 
uh, learning what's required, you mm. know what I'm saying? Or like what you perceive to be required or what the majority of people perceive to be required, which is like whatever the standard is, like, like, um, understanding that you could be dope at music, but there's a business aspect to it too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If those aren't aligned, then you won't make the headway that you want to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So going through those learning process, you know, that's, that's, what it's always been Facts. for, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know what's why I want to interject, and I want to, like, I'm going to take over this chat room. I just control shifted fucking <laughs> all <laughs> motherfuckers out right now, and I'm going to say this, right? It's gorgeous how different this sounds than you ask somebody, oh, like, what, what you want to do music for, all this, like, what you doing, is, and, and they just like, I want to touch the world, and all oh, this, and, like, it's so glamorous. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, like when you go through it, naturally, like everybody makes it because wherever like their minds are, they're gonna take it there. Time, it just is. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna dictate that. Like, we know what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Y'all got atom bombs ready. <laughs> yeah. But like the beauty is, is this is it's how honest and real it is. It's learning processes. It's learning more. It's adding so that we can be equipped. Yeah. Because when everybody gets that time, but if we're not equipped, then you lost that already. Yeah. And that's the craziest thing is that you have to stop. At some point, you're going to have to stop lying to yourself and thinking that you are already ready, so you're just waiting for a shot. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not. Nobody can wait for a shot, shot, get it, and maintain it. Keep learning. Keep learning. Yes. Learn as much as possible. It's only going to make you stronger. And that's kind of what we've been doing is just just keep learning. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it'll, it's going to get better. It's going to get worse. It's going to, it's, that's life. Nothing is ever one way. Even when you look like you got it all, motherfuckers end up with addictions and all kinds yeah. of, you know, manic depressive issues and stuff like that. So it's never. You know, what do they say? Like, if you put your problems in a basket with somebody else's problems, you'll want your problems back. Yeah. It's it's that. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think that's probably the hardest thing about navigating through making music is comparing yourself yeah. to what somebody else is going through. Absolutely. But it's right. like, you don't want, you might not want what they, what did Jay-Z sure. say? He said, he said to be, he's like, you want it to be Bobby Brown, but to be Bobby then, you got to be Bobby now. Wow. Like, for real, which is, I mean, shout out to Bobby Brown. No, no for, this, no, but respect. you know, it's because like you look, gotta a walk lot of that people path. Love the thought of things, exactly. right? But until for you sure. hear what it is, like, and what it and, took and, to get it, yes, and and that's why I can interject and be like, that sound, that sounds so beautiful, because it's like any artist, what wherever like they are in their trajectory, even if it's a cat that's just starting. Like, just be curious and open enough to want to always learn. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have a conversation with Kay Rose, and, like, for him, one of the most beautiful things about our convo was for him, he was always going to be and was content with just being able to create music and make a living. And make a living. Mm Mm-hmm. It was like if it happens, it does. Like he's gonna, he his sole focus is on the craft, right? And as long as, and this is also coming from a family that 
his father is an incredible musician, but they had that talk and it was like, look, like he wanted to be a session player. But everybody has their own thoughts of what happiness is. Everybody mm-hmm. has their own thoughts of what the the history of their pursuit is. Right. Right. But like we all find our own happinesses. A lot of us, especially early on, talk about the thought of what that is. Hmm. Right. But everybody has what it truly is for them. Right. If it's in the scope of themselves. And it's never one way either. Never. There's gonna be never there's gonna be some sad moments. It's like just no open. matter how rich you are, you are going to experience a deep, deep, dark pain. Like pain. it's we're all gonna like it don't matter how high you are, how low you are, we all gonna experience I mean, obviously there are some people who experience more of it than others, you know, and more than they should. Yeah. But um we all experience the same frequencies of what that And that's know, that humanity right. Right. as a baseline. Right. You know what I mean? How has it been in, in these last few years? And 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 I want to talk about like where we at now because I feel like we're going to get to this project that's coming up. Because, and this is one of the, the, the very few times in this podcast that I actually like want to talk about a project that's coming out, right? Because usually for us, this is like who these gorgeous entities and human beings are and what that road is, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like for you two, it's so entrenched into the, the essence of, of us, Right, and it means so much. Mm. Right, like all of these, all of these projects, all of y'all's like communities that are being built. All the way you guys see the world is so interconnected with how the world is in your scope. Mm. Take take us through that journey of like these last few years and where where it's come and how you guys view this project now because i feel like the what's what's come is like a kind of full circle look yeah mm-hmm. in this yeah. moment at uh-huh. ethos uh-huh. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i just want to take a walk through your shoes in this i mean it, it, it was really it's really like experiencing or having to deal with uh okay uh you have a career, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, uh, you're supposed to do certain things in a career and you expect certain things from a career and you're working for a career. You have uh, a team you're working with, you know what I'm saying? Y'all moving a certain way. And then, you, you know, and then, or maybe you, you have a team working with and y'all moving in a way and it's not been, you know, you're not moving how you feel you're supposed to move, how, yeah. you, how you feel you deserve to move, you know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? So dealing with different things within the music industry and stuff, I feel like it forced us to to reevaluate or redis or re- rediscover, retap into why we got into this to begin with. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And you know, not focusing on so much on like, man, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, like um, man, let's just put a whole bunch of songs out, you know what I'm saying? And because that's what's gonna get people but we've never been that. Never. We've never put out hella songs. We've always been like the surgeons yeah. and sitting back and like taking our time. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace, Dominic Trenier. Uh He was our manager 
um, who passed away last year. Um, he was D'Angelo's manager. Uh, he he was Nick Acosta's manager. He was Mark Ronson's manager for a minute. He's responsible for I Believe I Can Fly and that whole Space Jam soundtrack. Oh, wow. You know, he's responsible for getting Jay-Z to write the verse that Bugs Bunny rapped on Buggin' wow. on that soundtrack. Uh, he did the Blow soundtrack. He's really, really very good dude. Dominic Trenier, rest in peace. Rest in and, peace, um, yeah, You know, he used, to, he used to just be on me, like, telling me, like, for hours on the phone, just, like, getting in my head, like, yo, yo, you guys should do this. You guys should, uh, you know... Uh, Study all the great study, um, run DMC, look at all the, yo, you should sample this. Like, he was that dude. He was, like, the source of, like, yo, do this. Like, he's the one who helped us get the the Levi's campaign that we did. Mm. You know, both of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, sure he met, introduced us to Mark Ronson. You know, we met Pharrell through him. And, like, it was just, he was just, like, he had like this young spirit, but he had done so much. Yeah. So he was around when the tunnel was popping in NYC. Like he knew Puff. Like it's hard to was, find those type of you know, yeah. Movies. You know what I'm saying? Like a real those, OG like, yeah. who like had that young energy, young spirit. Yeah. He, he, he danced yeah. and all of that. But yeah. like you know what I'm saying? So like when we lost him, it was just like you know that was it. It shook. It shook me up. Because it was like, damn, like that was the one person who got me, who knew how to talk to me. Because I'm a very, I'm a very dominant energy. What, it is what, what it is. What was it like having him? Like now, now that it popped up, y'all lost him, mm-hmm. right? I want to get back to that. What was it like having him? It was incredible. Like it During was, it was, it was having like a big brother who knew how to curb my enthusiasm. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that could like not put me in my place and check me, but let me feel heard and and um kind of understood. But also, I could I, I I would listen to him and be like, okay. I don't know it all. I don't know everything. Like, yeah. he, it was like, it was like on some. It was a mentor. It was like a big brother mentor type. What was for that for sure. you, Al? Oh, I mean, same thing. Like, like in terms of like, just the advice he had. Um, he always the stuff he introduced us to was always something thoughtful. It wasn't yeah. like. Yeah, just come out to this, come out to this because it's popping right now. Because ours is popping. Now it's more like come out to this because it's popping but it's also something that fits with something that I know it was never random brand. it was always you know, like based I on belief enjoy it, because. it was based on like yo this is what I see not yeah. this is what I think like this is like he he was very much of like he was just tapped in always mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. tapped in and uh yeah having him here was incredible cause like he <laughs> and it what was so dope about him is that he liked the ladies too. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what made it so fly was that we would go to Chateau Marmont and just clown. Man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's what made him so dope was that he could he was serious and he, you know, he knew his craft and all that. Yeah. Helped us to understand our craft. But you yeah. know, he 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 was he liked the 
You know what I'm saying? He like women too. Sorry, sorry <laughs> for all the women that might, you know. Shit. Like, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> they just like, what, what, you, what you sorry about? about? You know what I'm saying? No, like, don't, like, don't we though? Rest in peace. That's Dom Trenier. That's just, you know what I'm Amazing. saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I hold him yeah. dear. Like, yeah. you know, um, that's that was the one thing like that I realized about him is that he could operate in both spaces. You have to though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially for cats like y'all, like just even like siphoning off into managerial, like bro, like a manager isn't just gonna party with you. Like a motherfucker has to be able to be willing to kill for you. Yeah. And also get through to you. Mm-hmm. Is is it's a fine divide, like just ju- just like with y'all and fans, right? Like you're not gonna know exactly how to get through everybody, but you're gonna speak to what you experience and speak to them, mm-hmm. right? Naturally, like you, you, your 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 motive is to move, right? Because you feel like you guys, you both of y'all feel, and managerially, like. That entity, and especially somebody that that experienced on the road, mm-hmm. and as much as a youthful <laughs> exotic dance they could have, yeah, but like to be able to connect with their artists, mm-hmm. while also knowing that their presence not only allows their artists to have fun and be free, but also know that regardless of that, like. They have somebody that they can look to and say, "Are we gonna be good here?" Right, mm-hmm. right. It's a be- it's a beautiful thing. It just had light. It was just a certain yeah. light. It was like you know when you whenever you talk to him, you knew that he believed in you. Yeah, and he spoke with that kind of that kind of you know. Yeah, so losing him was just like a a dead space mm. of just like damn, we don't we don't have that source anymore. Right. That source to tap into. That's like. Yo, I believe in you. Yeah. And I believe in you not because we homies and I'm supposed to believe in you, but like, no, like, I see it. And the, this is how I see it specifically. You should do this. And did it. like somebody who could dream for yeah. you, mm. that shit was crazy. Yeah. It was just like, yo, you. I wait, letting you know you're not crazy. Letting me hey, know bro. that I'm not crazy. Hey, you need that and as since an artist, he's passed, know? I'll be like, am I think I'm going, I don't, I'm, I'm crazy. But you're not. You know what I'm saying? You you're need not. Like the validation. And this ain't, this ain't no A&E it's, it's, like, it's, like speak it's, to the. It's, it's, it's validate. It, I wouldn't even say, necessarily say it's validation more so that Comfort. he had the light on. Mm. It's like his, yeah. my light turned his light on. Yeah. But it's you know comfort, bro. Yeah. And, and and it's truly comfort in chaos. Right. Because that's what that po- position needs to bring. Yeah. Somebody who can. Regardless like, of how on or not somebody is, it's always comfort. Be chaos. Yeah. Somebody who can like yeah. center you yeah. and like yeah. make you. Yeah. Not so. Yeah. Don't you don't don't stress out so much. It only right, gets right, bigger. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Ambitions, wants. So like right when we were doing the great new wonderful, he passed right after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I was just you know getting into the guitar and you know kind of growing into who yeah. we are now, and uh, it was like right at the beginning of that. And I remember like he was just like, "Yo, this is gonna be amazing. This is gonna be dope." <laughs> da, 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 da. Then he passed away. So it's kind of like, but it was, huh? But it was, yeah. 
Definitely was. Right? Yeah. It was. Yeah. A, Let's be it, real. Was a, it was a. It was. It was crazy. It was fun. It was crazy. I learned a lot, you know, and we're applying it on this album. But I realized, like, since his passing, I've kind of tapped into a lot of, like, the ego, and realizing, like, because I feel like working with him made me kind of pay attention to my ego a little bit more because he was such a like a centered like he he was the person that like could take you around all the hollywood shit and let you look your ego in the face <sighs> you know what i'm saying I'm like, like oh he's like oh you want to go to this person's house or you want to go to this oh let's yeah we can easily do that but then like when you saw how he was the same through it all i was like oh i might be able to do the same thing yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, like, there was, Dom was was who he was with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he was just, he was Dom. He was like a true, true, that's who he was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No front. And that's kind of like, I feel like I kind of wanted to cut through a little bit of that. And that's kind of what helped us work on this whole, well, we had always been dealing with the ego since like 2013. After The Hungry, we, right. we were kind of tapping into like what the ego was and how damaging the ego could be, mm. you know. What were some of those thoughts? Um, Cause I guess just worrying about- have them. I just want to like yeah. bring them to light. Well, worrying about what people <coughs> think about you, um, you know, yeah. taking things too personal, you know, um, all of that kind of stuff. A lot of the stuff that eats at you and ruins the art for right. you. Feeling superior to other people. Yeah, I mean, you, you said something earlier, too, when we were talking about it, where you said, you know, at the end of the day, it's all fear. Yeah. You know, talk a little about that, because that relation and kind of like how you how you how you kind of came to that. Because, um, well, the homegirl Juliana told me once she was like, all emotions operate within love or fear. So she told me that. Mm. And then I just started like noticing it. You know, and I started to realize that half of the people who might have had like ill will or anything towards me or towards anybody, it didn't come from a place of like anger. Like no. it came from a place of like, I, I guess I just came to the understanding that everybody's ultimately doing their best. Regardless of whatever the fuck you think, everybody's doing their best. We going to understand or we not? Yeah. Like everybody's yes. trying. Yes. Like yeah. nobody's waking up. Every day, like, I don't want to be happy. Right. Everybody wants to be happy. You know, they struggle with being happy, but nobody's like, I'm about to wake up and I'm about to make this the worst day of my life on purpose. <laughs> right. And I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's doing that. Mm-hmm. And along those roads of them trying to make themselves happy, they might short side you, you know, on some selfish shit. But that's only out of fear that they might not reach their happiness. Right. So it's like if you look at it in those terms, you can you you learn to not take it so personal because it's like, damn, yo, they they had good intentions because it was ultimately to turn their light on. Mm-hmm. But it just so happened to cut mine off. Now, yes, I'm upset and yes, I'm super fucking pissed off about it, but I'm not going like take it as like a personal vendetta that you personally did to me to cur- you weren't turning off my light. You were just trying to turn yours on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yours was on and you just wanted to turn mine off. Right, and even right, if right. that was the case, it's because you're afraid that 
you know, you're afraid. It's it's Just it's all afraid, ba- it's yeah. all comes from fear. It all comes yeah. from like fear insecurities. This yeah, it, and yeah. scarcity. Yeah. There's not yeah. enough. There can only be one. Like it comes mm-hmm. from that. Like in order for me to be good, you have to be terrible. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And superiority yeah. as well. The superiority complex. Mm-hmm. In order for me yeah. to be good, you got to be trash. Yeah. So I'm a stun on you. Yeah. And or it's, I'm it's, this and I'm that. Well, it's, it, yeah, it's very easy to to make yourself feel good by shitting on other people. Yeah. It's like a very yeah. quick and easy way. Like, all right, let me let me see someone's lifestyle where mine's better. And it's addicting. People do it online all day. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like, what are you really feeling good about? No, right. Yeah. I'm feeling good about or what a you, lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What do you no, mean? Like you, you go like? shit on somebody like under the guise of something. Like you felt good for what? Yeah. You got a t- you got a chance to to, to exert some energy, some yeah. some deep down energy that she was holding on to that was due to something you experienced in your for real sure. life for that sure. you're unable to deal with there. So you take it out, you know, you take it out online. Yeah. Because there's no immediate risk. You know, it's just immediate. crazy the fallacy of that. Yeah. And we, we live in a weird time right now where, like, it, you know, because of, of, of social media, like, like for better or worse, it's just we live in an age where, like, you're showing your best everything. Everything. You're, you're showing yeah. your highlight reel, and that's yeah. only, you know. And, you know, like, this is something everyone talks about. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. I, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's just like that. That's what everyone's doing, you know. But at the same time, there's like a weird competition that comes with it. Yeah. Maybe that's the ego of, um, you know, kicking in of, man, do I have to like compete with all these people? <coughs> like, do I have to compete with these followers? Does this right. mean like I don't have this type of credibility? Exactly. Does that even fucking matter? I. The wild shit is, know. bro, is like the ego is as finite as time is. Mm. It's just like which one are we gonna give more to? Yeah, it's all gonna end. You know what I mean? Like we we, we naturally as, as as human beings, like we have to deal with with these things, these thoughts, these growths, these development. But that's like the beauty of people. Like we grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody is perfect ever from inception or not. Right. Like we all learn from each other. We all learn from experiences, like whether right or wrong, like we're growing. You know what I mean? You pull that red lighter out though, you know what I mean? <laughs> we we know it went back. So when you <laughs> you feel me? We observant <laughs> here. I didn't even know. But I no, didn't even no, know. I know you didn't know, but like to be honest, I'm gonna let y'all in like in the, in this last scope because <laughs> the beauty is I was looking for my lighter, realized I didn't know where the fuck it was, and I, I had no idea where it could be. And the first time Teron brought it out, I was like, oh, there it went. <laughs> yeah. Mid-podcast this, this moment. This low-key, habitual. You, you know what's wild, though, is that, like, this is the beauty of conversation. Because even though we've known each other, even though we got up, the other we vibe, right? There's so many things within one another's lives we don't know. Mm-hmm. And it just naturally comes as we just grow and time passes. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of all of this. Like, we're all people. The ego is very present. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. I'll be very real. Like, we've gotten a chance to listen and... 
Look, I'm I'm an average ear critic. I can't give a critic like I'm not the Source magazine, but I'll tell y'all one thing. Like the thoughts, the perspectives, the stories, and and the creative genius that it's presented in is a gorgeous thing with this project, right? Man, like, thank you. It, it it evokes so much thought. Mm-hmm. It evokes so much feeling, and that's the only way I could ever describe a music. Like, Oren used to always take me to 15 different locations, listen in the three different ways possible, and ask me what I thought about something. And I'd I'd always tell him the same thing. Like, I'd always tell him one of similar things. Like, yeah, no, I I don't feel it, or I... It feels really good. I can't give him what he wants. Right. But he openly knows that. So he's going to take me through the, the, the producer chamber. But the, the beauty of it is, is, is that <laughs> everybody's creating something special. Nobody themselves can dictate that. And the only people that really know it are the creators themselves. Mm-hmm. Everybody has judgment. That's an ego. Yeah. But the special thing is you guys are putting it into this world. Mm-hmm. The special thing is like your guys' music are touching people. Like it's crazy when you think about teachers, right? They say, "Well, if I could touch one person, I've done my job." Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. It's the elephant in the room. I feel like it's a conversation that we're all having. Mm. It's like why not just have it? Let's let's talk about it. Yeah. And not only talk about it, but show y'all that we're going through it too. So we're not right. you know, you know Nobody's elite. We're not we're not teaching. No. We're experiencing Talking and sharing. It. We're speaking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're speaking. Like we are products of it as well. Like we're all part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like even though we might be doing this, we do that. You know what I'm saying? So nobody's one way and like nobody's too perfect. Yeah, it's definitely a, a vulnerable kind of place to be in. Yeah. So, you know, when you could talk about that stuff, um, you know, you have to have the ability to look in. You know, that's where you it starts. To. You know, you, you, you got to look in and then to to realize it and, and talk about it and not even maybe have the answers of like what to do or just be like, yo, this is what's going on. This is what I've dealt with, right or wrong. This is just, it, it, it's just a... This is just this, you know, right. it's just Bro, what it in is. in is far more limitless than out is. You know? mm-hmm. It's kind of like Imagine a conversation that. starter, you know? True that. For real. Very real. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's, it, I love y'all to death. We love y'all too, man. Thank like, y'all for no, having us yeah. up here. No, this for real cool. though. Like, both of y'all are such uniquely connected human beings. Like uniquely individual and uniquely connected human beings. Mm. Like it's beautiful to see y'all's spirit colliding. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much love I just have for both of y'all as people and as creators. And I'm gonna take this puff and just say this. (laughs) It's an absolute honor to know y'all. Man, right. Likewise, right. <coughs> likewise, man. Mibs, be young. And I right. continue to enjoy 
y'all's growth as human beings and as creators, because y'all kings. You know what I'm saying? And I can't wait for your guys' constant creation to touch the world that's and what, push it. That's the goal. That's the goal. Shit, if it's the goal, it's already been done. Mm. But y'all sure. continuing to do it. Yeah. yeah. Just keep the conversation going. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, there's more to learn. I think that's really, I think, what keeps it going more than anything is not that we have a lot to say, but we have a lot to learn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different places in the world that we haven't seen yet. We haven't. <clears throat> that we haven't shared our conversation with mm-hmm. and then gotten the response like, oh, okay, so this is what you got from it. This is what you learned. <coughs> now I'm learning more. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not that we're putting it out as if we're the, this is the, 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 the end all be all opinion and what we think. This is like, this is our opinion now, but if you have an opinion, we invite that this in. This is where so y'all at. Yeah. Yeah, it's, right, it's like exactly. a conversation starter. It's a con- yeah, it's a you conversation know? starter. Hey, we're, we're so we can there. learn more, so we can get better yeah. and put that into more music. Mm-hmm. You know, right? That's classic. Kind of, right? Yeah, we all experience it. So like, yeah. why be you know, silent about it? Yeah, right. And, and why not? And what's the best way Straight to connect up. to people who are all experiencing other than music? You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been incredible, man. Yeah, it's expression been... till infinity, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Respect yeah. to that. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's definitely, definitely looking, yeah. looking forward to people 11. hearing this. Oh. Oh. Make a wish. <laughs>